Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs. With me, your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, joined, as always, by uh, Robbie the Owl Bellicom, Sam the Blade Burns, and Ellie the Sparrow Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I just the Sparrow? What is everyone else going to call a name? We're, uh, we're a handful. <laughs> We're a handful of um, uh, desperately insane actors uh, will attempt to navigate the murky waters of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> As always, uh, we're going to leave a space here for uh, any announcements that uh, future us might uh, key in. Hello, it's future Jason once again with messages from the present. So, this week we are starting Robbie Watch, where we attempt to track where Robbie Bellicom will be this week in the country. Uh, this week we are expecting her to be in uh, Aylesbury with Awful Auntie from the 18th to the 22nd of July. So, if you live in or around Aylesbury and you enjoy puppets, owls, or the works of David Williams, uh, feel free to check that out. Next up, uh, if you're not already aware of our social media, uh, we do have a Twitter and a Facebook, Twitter at FlintlocksDND, and for November, Facebook slash Flintlocks and Fireballs, uh, and you can pop onto those, you can see any bonus material we've put up, uh, you can comment, ask questions, or just show some love. Any of that's good. Uh, and finally, I will encourage you to check out the website as well, uh, FlintlocksandFireballs.com, as uh, each week we will be posting our globe-trotting map. Follow an Indiana Jones-style red dotted line as the party wanders the seas and shores of Calcinia, and you'll be able to track where they are in each specific episode. All right, well, that's enough from me. Back to you, past Jason. Well, those were some amazing announcements or an awkward silence. So, <laughs> yes, well, I am definitely going to be patronising that uh, event and or product. Yes, ah, yes. We will... I shall also consume the thing. We shall probably be I will at bear that it event or and or convention. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> with that in mind, uh, we'll, uh, we'll move us in to our recap and uh, pick up from where we were last time. Time for Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcinia. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our party uh, were brought together by a mixture of fate and an awkwardly crowded pub. The three uh, curious different, curiously different paths found themselves intertwining and uh, perhaps by taking a shine to each other, noticing something unusual about uh, one another's natures, or simply just in a desperate uh, need of companionship and direction, they found themselves banding together. They proceeded to uh, investigate uh, some mysterious disappearances and a murder that they'd heard of, 
had a uh, brief run-in with uh, some dock workers seeking to earn a little bit of extra gold uh, by the misfortune of a member of the party, and uh, found themselves making early negotiations with a slave broker. Where we left off, however, the party, while uh, proceeding to the site of another of the murders, was caught by an overturned apple cart. Um, and only now do I realise that, yes, the uh, apple cart owner probably was a halfling. Uh, uh, as the tide uh, of uh, apples proceeded to bowl over uh, causing Horace, the other two were distracted by the uh, apple cart owner's uh, exclamations. Only for a noose to drop down from the sky, uh, hook itself around Corzin's neck, and hoist him forcefully into the air. We'll begin... Uh, I'll ask you to roll initiative in a moment, but before that happens, uh, there is a frozen moment of time where the pair of you, uh, who are not currently being hanged, look at, turn around and spot uh, Corzin in his current predicament. Looking up, uh, you can see that a 20-foot-long noose, now being uh, pulled higher and higher, is currently uh, tight around Corzin's neck. And, peering up, you can see uh, just a little bit of the figure on the rooftop. Crouched up on the rooftop, scuffed black boots perched on the roofing tiles, is a tall, lanky figure. With, li with limbs slightly too long for its torso. Its face is obscured by the af early afternoon sun high behind it, but you can see it is wearing the high-waisted maroon trousers and waist-cut maroon jacket of a member of the Wending Guard. A matching peaked cap is drawn low over its hidden eyes, strands of limp, sandy blonde hair hanging down where they haven't been tied back in a soldier's tail. The jacket hangs open, and you can just make out a pale, slender chest. There is a long, curved scar across his belly, which seems to have been stitched together with oakum, uh, strands of old rope used as sutures rather than surgical thread. Half covering the scar is a long coil of rope wrapped around the figure's waist, one end terminating in what appears to be a crude hook formed of three bent marlin spikes, the other held in his pale hands and hanging taut directly downwards, ending in the noose currently tight around Corzin's neck. Okay, with that, I'm going to ask you all to please roll initiative. Ah, I've got so few hit points, I'm not prepared. Ah. <laughs> it's going to be fine, we're all going to die, oh balls. Uh, oh, that's actually a good initiative roll, dear God. Okay, that's a 15. Okay, so, uh, so yes, uh, Corzin was... Okay, so knit. Uh, causes, causing 15. Uh, 19. Celestium 19. 7. Okay, so cell 19. Cause. And seven. Okay, oh, and we'll see what the figure gets. Uh, oh, maybe in luck. Alright, so. Celestia, you are our first. Okay. Um. Oh, shit. Okay. I, mm, I, okay. I'm going to get out two little finger puppets from my inside pocket of my jacket. Okay. And I'm going to do a really, really short show 
where they sort of fall in love and then they have a kiss and then one of them hits the other one and it falls on the floor and they're all talking in little like high voices like me 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 kind of thing and from that I will cast Tasha's hideous laughter on the okay. thing okay uh, that is what save is that is that wisdom uh, uh, if you can yes I believe it's a wisdom save okay. yes Otherwise, he falls prone. Okay, what is your uh, what is your spell save? Oh, I've got uh, it here. Your spell save DC is fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Doesn't make it. So uh, the figure suddenly starts to. <laughs> um, and it it kind of like falls back onto its haunches, still on the roof, doesn't fall off. Uh, but its grip slackens and causing. Uh, you, the rope is still around your neck, but you are dropped suddenly to the ground. You are only about five feet up. You don't take any damage from this yet. Oh, good. Uh, but the noose <laughs> is still the noose is still tight around your neck. So you, uh, and this is important because you. This means that choking rules are in effect. You, what's your uh, constitution modifier? Uh, my constitution modifier is plus three. Okay, so you have, uh, un- unless you can get this rope uh, loosened or off. Then in three rounds you will pass out from the uh, from the rope, cutting off the blood supply to your brain. Okay. Right. So, uh, Celestia, do you want to uh, move or take any bonus actions? I mean, can I go over and like try and untie the rope? Is uh, he close that's enough? an action. Oh, that's okay. an you action. Can get, now, you can get up to him. Yeah. Okay, I'll get, get up to him. Yeah. You wade your way through apples uh, and get next to the yeah. strugg- uh, currently struggling uh, halfling. Okay, Corzin, you are next. All right. Um... Can I attempt to, if this is a noose, mm-hmm. can I reach around and try and grab the uh, the part to slacken it? Uh, yes, I'm going to say this is a sleight of hand check, because this is based on your dexterous abilities. Sleight of hand, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, or an acrobatics Natural check. Natural 20! Fantastic. Either way, uh, you deftly, with your small, small fingers, manage to get hold of that and... <gasps> you managed, just managed to pull the uh, the noose loose and uh, slip it off your head. Okay, you are free of the noose. Uh, you, that's all your right. action. Do you want to take a bonus action or move at all? Uh, yes. Having taken the um, the noose off my neck, I am going to try and flatten myself to the wall of the building from whence it came. Okay, and. If I have um, enough of an action left, I'd just like to tighten the noose to the point where it can't go around anything anymore. Okay, yeah, you just yeah. I'll say it's a bonus action. You just take it down to a very small yeah. hoop so it can't go around any necks. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, that makes it the figure's turn. Uh, the figure spends most of its turn uh, laughing, uh, uh, giggling on the roof tiles. So wisdom save. Okay. Nope. Uh, it it continues to giggle for the moment. Uh, it's just it's just utterly it's just it's just utterly consumed by slightly ridiculous laughter. My puppet show is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Trixie, little little fingers. Ah, oh, what such fun with little singers. So um, that makes Ooh, it boy. scamps go. Oh shit! Uh, I would like to remind you before I do anything that I did use Tides of Chaos last time. I ha- I've remembered that. Oh no! Shit. Good, good. I thought I should point it That's out. Just horrifying. In case. Level one. Okay. Um, how how high up's the figure? Twenty feet was it? Uh, yeah. 
Right. Uh, can I start this. moving towards the wall and trying to climb up a bit to have a look uh, at who this or what this is? Uh, okay, you want to try and climb the wall? That's fine. Uh, yes. This is... Uh, how do you want to climb it? You're just going to like uh, shimmy up a... Like, there, there is a drain pipe, or are you going to try and shimmy up the noose rope? Oh, I'm not going up that noose rope. I'm going up the drain pipe. <laughs> is he even holding it still? That's no, no, just no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, but as soon as I'm 20 feet from my allies, if I can be, I would like to cast Mage Armor. Okay. Uh, yeah, you run up uh, close up to them. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, you run close up uh, up to them, and uh, you pull out of your uh, one of your pockets a little, uh, like a little strip of leather, which you tie around your arm, tighten it, and you can. Yeah, it's feel... going around a horn. Oh, it's going. You're around ripping it around a horn. Yep, yeah, you wrap it around yeah. with your horns, <laughs> tighten it. And you feel uh, the same sort of protection that your horn gives you. Uh, yeah, the protection of the horn spread across all of your skin. Uh, your skin now has the same durability as your horns. Okay. Uh, that will continue for, I think, what, eight hours? Eight hours. Eight hours. That's amazing. Yeah. Mage armor is a useful spell. Okay. Yes, so, it is. <laughs> top of the round, Celestia. Okay. Um, ooh. Finger <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, is he still laughing? Uh, yeah, yeah, still, g- still giggling. Like, because he's on the floor on top of a building, would aiming for him with a ranged weapon be really, really difficult? Like, how uh, would that yes, go? Yes, he is prone, so aiming uh, a ranged weapon at him is Oh, ranged is bad when it's prone, isn't yeah. it? Okay, so I am going to... I'm going to try and get up to him, I think. Okay, uh, yeah. that will be uh, I, uh, yeah, an athletics check, I'd say, to try and climb the, shimmy up a drain pipe. Okay, um, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Oh, that's a seven. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say you get halfway up and uh, before the you just feel the drain pipe uh, shake and shimmy and you just have to reach out and grab a window for, uh, for for security. It's not enough that you fall, but you can only get halfway up the drain pipe this uh, this round. I'm going to say. Mm, okay. So like you're halfway. You've you've only made about ten feet of movement. Yeah. Um. Cause. Did I guess up any distance? Uh. Or was you... it my whole movement to get to it? Oh uh, no, sorry. You, uh, I, I didn't get a. Uh, I, I forgot you were doing that. Can I have an athletic check from you then, quickly? You can, uh, yeah, yeah. See how far up the um... pipe you got. Athletics. Oh dear. That's a ten. Oh god. Okay, so you <laughs> both I'm gonna say you got uh two thirds of the way up the pipe, and now it's just you directly above Celestia. Oh, <laughs> both god. both trying to shimmy oh, up this Regent. pipe. <laughs> um so I yeah, am not strong. No. <laughs> I'm a child! <laughs> it's a drain pipe. This so this is not an easy chip. Like literally full? Like Oh uh, no, the drain good. pipe is it's a good old solid lead drain pipe. It is We're not, just not getting it. You're, you're, yeah, you can you can try and keep climbing on in your next turn, but I'm gonna say okay, cool. that's um, all you can do. Unless you spend your action essentially dashing. Uh, so, so that took, that consumed your movement. I'm having a mechanics brain yep. fart. Tasha's hideous laughter is concentration, and that's still happening. Yes. Can I do vicious mockery because that is not concentration? Uh, that's yes, you can. Uh, yeah, that's okay, not concentration. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm going to do vicious mockery, and I'm going to go get down here, you little fuck. Okay, so that's a uh, another wisdom, wisdom save. save. Yes, yes. Language. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 not so little, not so little as you. Oh, this day will soon to rue. 
Uh, so roll 1d4 uh, damage. Uh, right, damage. And it has disadvantage on its next... On its next attack. Attack specific. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, so that's three damage. Okay, so it takes three damage. Ooh, nice. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. and it also gets to make another wisdom saving throw. Cool. Uh, For laughing. <laughs> yeah, that will... No. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's been consistently rolling three, four, and three the last three rolls. Oh, so. Nice. so everything is still hilarious. Yes, no, it's despite the mockery, it's it's kind of laughing with that a lot as well. Possibly hates itself a little. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, pause it. No, I'm not done. Oh, no, you're not done? Um, I've got a bonus action, oh, yes. haven't I? Yeah. So I'm going to give Scamp inspiration. Okay. So I'm going to... Take a little. I'm going to reach behind my back and take a little strum on my guitar and go, "Scamp, you're fabulous." <laughs> <laughs> and Thank you're going to you. get a d6 of inspiration that you can use in the next ten minutes. Excellent. <laughs> okay, nice. Scamp, you're inspired. Uh, speaking of uh, inspirations, uh, calls in. You are currently uh, less inspired and more. Uh, well, you're inspired by the idea of not dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more kind of absolutely feckin' livid right now. Yes, that would be true. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, he's still laughing his uh, his ass off. Up oh yeah, isn't yeah. he? Still giggling like a maniac. Is is the only way uh, to get up there up the drain pipe? Um, make a quick perception check. All right. Uh, if it, I'm going to say because of the thoroughness of this, this might use up a bonus action for you, though, looking for another way. Fair enough. Uh, that's going to be an, uh, an unnatural 20. Okay. Uh, not that you can see, but you remember there was, a, uh, there was essentially a set of steps on the other side of the building. So you can rush round to the... It'll take a dash action, but you can rush round and up those steps to, and try and get up to the roof that way. All right. Yeah, I okay. think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, go around the outside. Yeah, you uh, um, scuff gonna... back, rush around, and <laughs> hot foot it up the steps. There's like a little bit of a jump, but it's small enough that you just sort of leap up, catch the lip of the roof, and pull yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. As I go, I'm gonna try and uh, hug the wall as much as I can, just to uh, prevent myself from uh, presenting any further. Yeah. Um, Target. Targets to the enemy. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, speaking of wh- speaking of which, he gets another saving throw. Uh, Fourteen, right? Yes. Oh, not quite. Okay. <laughs> Still giggling on the floor. Tasha's hideous laughter is powerful against a foe with not that great wisdom. My finger puppets are fucking hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, still giggling. Um, still laughing. Uh, okay, Scamp, uh, I'm going to say make another athletics check to make up the rest of the way up the... Uh, oh, uh, bugger, 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 16! Okay, yeah, you shimmy up the rest of the way. You're now on the roof. <gasps> uh, you're about uh, 10 feet away from, uh, from this uh, giggling figure. Uh, and now that you are up by this in the sun, you can see, because he's kind of rolling back on the floor, you've got a bit of a better look at him. You can, get hold, you can catch hold of his face as well. Um, uh, and catching a glimpse of this figure's face, you can see its features are pale white, the flesh drawn tight across the bone. The lips peel back slightly, revealing yellow-white teeth and black gums, twisted into a wicked grin, while currently actually now in a full-on belly laugh. But worst of all are its eyes, not the clouded oh. corneas you would expect, but two coal-black orbs filled with hunger, malice, and at this particular moment, twisted glee. Ooh. Okay, what would you like to do? 
So this is not a living person. Is that what I'm seeing? Is that Would what you know I, that? I, I mean, make a... Looking at it, this sounds not living. Um, I'm going to say, like, yeah, like, yeah, you can make an arcana check to see if you can try and identify this thing, but um, otherwise you get the feeling probably not, if, or maybe they have a horrendous skin condition. Here, yeah, I was assuming, okay, this is a bad person, let's see if I can tie them up, but this is another dead monstrosity. So, maybe I'm just going to hit it with something. Okay. Um, so, ranged has disadvantage? Yep. Uh, unless then, you're within uh, five feet of it. Uh, you could actually move within five feet of it and essentially shoot downwards, in which case you get ad- advantage. <laughs> Even with ranged? I thought... Uh, yep, no, sure. the rule is... I, I looked over the rules again, and when something is prone, uh, so long as an attack is within five feet, it has advantage. Great. Then I will move within five feet. Okay, you just step right up next to it. What do you do? Um, I'm going to... Pull out the little diamond ring. But I still don't entirely know why I have it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to just sort of focus on it and cast Chromatic Orb without really knowing what I'm doing. Alright. You feel a surge of energy within you. Um, There are... You feel almost so kind of like a, 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 a flare of possibilities as to what uh, specific energy you want to channel forwards. So I'm going to ask, uh, what type of damage would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to say... Are... Yeah, yeah I've got... Um, I think Thunder. I'm going to try Thunder. Ooh. Okay. As you um, sort of point the, uh, uh, push the diamond ring forwards, uh, you feel power surge out of you and... Yeah. It's advantage, isn't it? Yeah, advantage. So that is a 19 to hit. That hits. And with a th- sudden crack, um, you just see the air shiver in front of it as um, the blast of power strikes this creature dead in the chest. Uh, can, you, can I ask you to roll 3d8 damage, please? Oh my god, that's so oh much at this level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all my spells gone. <laughs> All my slots gone. Uh, that is 12. Okay. Uh, 12 points of damage. Jesus. Crikey, Medaki. Right, that is impressive. Okay. That is all my spell slots gone. Yeah, and uh, can I also ask you to please roll D100? Ah. Oh, God, yes. Oh, 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 oh. oh, my God. Um, oh, where's my other D10 gone? Let's have that one. Um... Oh, God. 97. 97. Yeah, it was... <laughs> okay. Um, the, uh, as the crack of, of thunder passes, you can just hear... Um, weirdly, you can just hear the sound of drums just, just still lingering around you. It sounds exactly like this. And it persists for the next minute. <laughs> Oh. I can hear the, I yeah. can hear the soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> so what? She just develops like fourth wall no, privileges no, 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 no. for a few and minutes. For some like, reason, just <laughs> bursting out of the ring for the next minute is just the sound of drums playing. Can we all hear it? Yeah, you can all hear it? hear it. Anyone can hear it within about thirty feet. Of <laughs> That's <time>. really bizarre. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, so I get tides of chaos back, don't I? You get tides of chaos back. 
Okay. But I have um, used all my first slow well, so yeah, it's oh just god. Yep, yeah. Okay. Um, <gasps> <laughs> fucking hell. Right, okay, so um, that makes it Celestia's go. Okay, Celestia's still halfway up the drain pipe, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, so another athletic. <laughs> okay, so she's up. gonna try and get up the drain pipe yeah. <laughs> like a person. See how this goes. Uh, okay, that's a 15. Yeah, you shimmy up the rest of the way. Thank God, right. Um, <laughs> no one saw me use the diamond! I mean, I was going to try and be subtle, that's but true. now everything yeah. sounds oh. like drums. So I, yeah. think, <laughs> I think I'm not going to. I think I'm going to get my pistol okay. out of my thigh holster, yeah. which is also bedazzled and purple, just in case yeah. anyone was wondering. Um, I'm going to try and shoot him. Okay. With my pistol. All right. the chest. Uh, so, make an attack roll with disadvantage. Ah, oh, I'm near him, aren't I? I'm too near. Oh, you want to get right next to him? Okay, well then with advantage. Uh, how near, <laughs> how near right him do I him. need to be? You need to be right next to him. Okay. Yeah. For my pistol. Yeah. Uh, no, no, for, to have the advantage. Because otherwise it's disadvantage. He's still prone, giggling on the floor. Oh, I was planning on... Yeah, could, have I got enough movement to get on the yeah, roof yeah, and get yeah, next you, to him? Yeah, you just about have. So okay, fine. cool. So yeah, I'm gonna Does he get do a wisdom save because I hit him? So yes, he can't act yet. So what am I rolling this with? Am uh, I just rolling just a roll straight an attack. roll? Rolling attack, okay, cool, but cool. Um, with with advantage. Because even advantage. though yeah, yeah, with okay, advantage. I'm sorry, I sorry. got confused. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a slightly confusing roll. But... Oh, that's really good. So that is a twenty-three. Okay, that hits. Roll damage. Okay, so where's my D10 gone? There it is. Come on. Yeah, we want this to be a good roll. That would be a 10, so that makes 12. Nice. Boom. Okay. Literally, it's really loud. Oh, yeah. So I shoot the pistol. Oh, it makes a, a sound crack. loud enough to be heard within a quarter of a yeah, mile. Yeah, there's a crack. <laughs> so, uh, and you just hear the sounds wow. of, in the distance, the sounds of people exclaiming. With this being the second gunshot in uh, a very short period of time, people, you can actually hear the sound of people running now. Um, I'm going to lift it up to my lips and do the thing that people do in films where I just blow the smoke away like <laughs> and just feel cool as well. I like to flick my hair while I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Yep, that's fine. Alright, so the... Uh, okay. So, da, 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 advantage. He gets advantage on this. Save okay, I've not been rolling advantage attack. up for these if they've been triggered by spell damage. So oh, he, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he should have actually broken free of that a while ago, but he did on that time. So okay, that, cool. yeah, the giggling finally stops. Oh, <laughs> That's shit. important. That is an important rule that the DM should have known about. <laughs> I should, oh, well, we know I, should have re- I should have read that card a bit closer. That's all right. Okay, <laughs> sorry, so I assumed you were because I can't uh, see no, what you're no, rolling. it's fine. Uh, cause it. You are yep. up on the roof. You've just uh, seen Celestia. Basically, just unload a pistol round uh, into this creature's chest. Okay. Which has finally stopped the laughing, at least. <laughs> right. Strange question. Yep. Did the pistol round go all the way through him? Uh, no, it is lodged inside. Ooh. Right, okay. Um... He's facing away from me currently, is he? Uh, I mean, he's kind of like on his side, fo- facing you. So, like he's, right. uh, you know, he, like this is a, this is a weird one because he has been knocked to the ground. Right. I unsheathe both of my scimitars. Okay. I uh, walk up to him and I just start um, whirling dervishing. Okay, guy. go for it. <laughs> right. Okay. So that's going to be. A- uh, an 11 
And a natural 20. Hey! Nice. Okay. Uh, right, okay. So that's 2d6. Yep. Um, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I generally say roll it, uh, roll the dice and then double the die result. Um, oh, okay, in which case, um, that's, um, I rolled a six, so that's 12, yeah. plus four is 16 nice. points of damage. Okay. We are rolling some good damage today. Yeah. yeah. This guy is basically almost dead. Wow. You actually just, <laughs> you slice right through his chest. You can see, you can see spine. Oh, Ooh, not nice. <laughs> And I, I say to him, I didn't tell you what they said back in Barnacle Point, Smith. Halflings are like garden sheds. You try and eat one, they'll stick in your throat. What? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the uh, okay, so he's not good at metaphor. No. Okay, that makes it uh, uh, the creature's turn. Uh, it's going to pull out from the jacket a match and a small round uh, uh, round clay canister uh, oh. with a little bit of a fuse at the end. Oh, God. It strikes the match and smashes the canister, uh, which immediately explodes into a cloud of smoke. Shit. Uh, okay, so... Alright, uh, I'm going to say... Can I have a perception check uh, from ev- uh, from everyone, please? Ooh! Natural 20. Okay. Ooh. 18! Yep. Uh, 22. Okay, yeah. Hello, uh, we did well. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, it's still able... It's able to use the uh, the distraction uh, to get out of your, uh, of your reach. Um, but... You, you just easily, you quickly back out of the smoke and you can see it uh, uh, now leaping uh, over, to the, uh, over to a nearby roof. Um, it is currently attempting to just run with all of the might it can. Uh, so this thing is, yeah, by the way, this, uh, there are just streaks of black, like dried, kind of useless looking, uh, like dried thick blood just coming out of it now. You, you can actually see where, uh, where, uh, the, where, um, Corzin's sabers went through. There is now a hole running through the back as well. You can just see daylight poking through it. Wow. This thing is... All right, yeah. do, Almost dead, but it's going. Do any of us? Uh, it's going to run for everything it has. Do any of us get an opportunity attack because we're right next to it? Uh, well, did the smoke stop that? The smoke. Uh, the smoke gave it just enough of a, mm. a, a, a quality. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, it is. Uh, it's essentially just uh, running. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, it had. Uh, it had one. I gave it one legendary action, which it never got to take because it was laughing on the floor (laughs) for this whole fucking time. So it used so it used its legendary action on the smoke bomb and then has just dashed. Finger puppets are well disengaged, dashed. Um, But yeah, (laughs) Um, so it's just fucking running for it. Okay, whose turn is it? Um, Okay, so it is now Scamp's turn. Is this a friend of yours? I say, shooting a firebolt at it. <laughs> okay, make, uh, make a total. Uh, not great. 15? Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, roll damage. 
Ooh, Let's lovely. See what comes. There's my deep and there's one. Ooh, seven. Okay. Uh managed to reduce that by four, so it does take three points of damage. Okay, yeah, this thing's yep, you you smack it dead in the in, in the in the back, burning away part of its uh, maroon coat. And you can just I hear... move towards it at all? Yeah, yeah, you hear a desperate screaming. It... Uh you can move towards it. I'm just gonna say that at this point we are getting into chase territory. Okay. Um so okay, I've you... got hundred and twenty feet of range. Yeah, no, so that's fine. Keep... Yeah, you can keep shooting at it for a while. That's fine. Uh, okay, uh, so yeah, you you, keep, you you kind of go after it at a slightly leisurely pace, focusing on casting spells. Uh, Alright, so that makes it Celestia. Uh, this thing is leaping across rooftops and making its way okay. uh, towards um, the... I'm going to say, at this point, we... Everyone gets one shot at it. can take one shot, like normal attack or shot at it, before we get into actually uh, chase sequence time. How far away is it right now? Right, uh, right now it is about uh, 40 feet away over, uh, like, basically two... two like. Uh, just okay. about two buildings on. I'm sure I'm going to need to make some checks for this, but I would yeah. like to try and follow it over the roofs, like run yeah. after it. That's fine. And get within 15 feet. Okay, that is. Oh, uh, if you're, that's going to be an opposed acrobatics or athletics check. I'm do acrobatics because I'm better at that. If that's okay. okay. So, <laughs> only if that's all right. That's with you. Cool, cool. So. Oh shit, balls. That's a natural one. No. Okay. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, no. I'm going to oh. fall off a roof and die. No, that's fine. That actually <laughs> hits a very convenient point for me. Uh, so, as you're, uh, you're you're gaining on it, and you're making... You're making uh, you get almost within 15 feet uh, when you realise it's leaping across... Uh, uh, it's running up to uh, a pre-prepared zip line. Uh, one of the ones that's been roped across uh, the uh, uh, across thing. And it takes the Marlin Spike grappling hook, hooks it onto it, and zip lines across. You try to do the same, like, with, uh, just with... Uh, uh, just, just with... Uh, what do you have weapons-wise? What do I have? Uh, you've um, got a rapier. Yeah, I've yeah. got a rapier. So, like, yeah. oh, with one of your daggers, just, like, sort yeah. of using the flat of it. But you just miss and slip and fall. Oh, shit. Uh, make another acrobatics check to see oh, if you can God. reduce damage. Um, that is a 16. Uh, that's fine. Uh, so you take two points of falling damage instead. Uh, as you hit and you just feel it in your knees a bit. Cool. Uh, okay. Oh, two uh, points are so many at level yeah, one. <laughs> Help! Yeah, your knees are kind of like sealing the superhero landing a bit. So uh, the she falls goes, not cool! Oh. Okay, cool. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I assume I, that's I my turn. A, um... Yeah, that's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I still have a clear line of sight? Uh, I'm going to say that because of this, uh, the smoke probably gives... Uh, no, nah, you can run out of the smoke, so I'm going to say, yeah, you get one shot if you're using the... Alright. I am going to, yeah, Sorry, I'm going to take the carbine yeah. off my shoulder, line it up, and try and hit him as he's going across the, uh, the zip line. Okay, go for it. That's a 22 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Right. Terrible damage, but that's a six points of piercing damage. Okay. Yep. Uh, percussive damage, actually. Okay. Uh, it shoots him. Okay. I'm going to say uh, you see him crumple at the other end of the line. 
Um, but he reaches up with a knife and cuts the line before starting to drag himself along, uh, 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 over uh, across the roof and then dropping down into the far alleyway. He's looking... Uh, yeah, he's, he's barely holding it together. Damn it, that was going to be my next thing. Okay, I am going to try and chase him, though. Okay, that's um, fine. For as far as my movement will allow yeah, me. That's fine. I'm going to say you know where the zipline is. You're able to get up to that. Um, okay, so he's going to yep. get Right, we're into chase time at this point. So, uh, the three yep. of you by now... He's broken line of sight by going down uh, down into an alleyway. Uh, so the three of you quickly make... Well, the two of you make up to where Celestia is picking herself up off the ground. Um, yeah. Looking into the side where he's dropped, there is... It's onto a, uh, it's The alleyway leads into a main street uh, where there is now a large crowd of people just moving... Uh, they're actually moving at a quick pace. There's a lot of confusion. People are milling around uh, because they've heard all of these gunshots. Uh, you can see soldiers are, uh, are starting to arrive. Can I have insight checks, please? From everyone? Yep. Uh, anyone who wants to make one? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> 19! <Seven. Four. laughs> okay, Scam. Uh, you, spotting the, uh, where the uh, others, uh, where the various creatures, uh, yeah, where, where the various uh, things are, you know what? Uh, you remember his outfit, and you look around the different soldiers until you spot one with an uh, with a torn and burn blasted uh, back of the uh, of his uh, uniform. He's got he's got his che- uh, the, he's got the uh, jacket pulled close, cap down, trying to blend in with the crowd. But you've marked him, uh, and you can see he's now shuffling towards the far end of the crowd. Uh, up towards a stall um, over which you can see is uh, suspended. Uh, so it, there's there's some construction work kind of going up uh, up by the uh, the building, or maybe repairs. And there's a uh, there's a uh, like a bit of a a um, scaffolding there, and there's like a, a, some someone has basically set up a, uh, a like you know a, a little lift to bring bricks up to the upper layers and so on, which is currently up at the top. Um, but yes, you can see him. You're easily able to. Uh, you can keep up with him now. Although it's up to you whether you want to necessarily uh, fire any weapons through a moving crowd. I'm going to say not. <laughs> you can also see. Him. Sorry, gonna... I, I forgot to mention I'm this. Uh, but he does actually have a musket uh, slung across his back. Uh, has not yet had the opportunity to use it. Uh, thanks to the amazing, uh, almost game-breaking power of Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> 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 just bad knolls. Like, yeah, no, no. My DC isn't that high. <laughs> uh, it's it's high. <laughs> Fourteen at first level 14 at is first actually level pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no. Um, but no, you're uh, you are able to. Uh, you can see where he's going. Uh, how do you wish to proceed? I'm going to follow him. Just full on chase. Okay. Yeah, just full chase. How close can I get the, uh, through the crowd? Uh, you can keep pace with them easily enough. You can just you're you're used to pushing your way through crowds of people. But I'm not gaining. Just keeping. Pace uh, you're getting no. You're you're able to gain. Uh, I'm going to say, and you get quite close up to him. Right now, up at this point, he's not really managed to gain much distance. You guys are basically neck at ear. You, you're very close on his heels. Uh, he's been doing. He's definitely been doing his best to try and drop you, but uh, luck and skill have been on your side. Okay, so uh, causing <laughs> Celestia, are you uh, kind of pressing through the crowd as well? Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh okay. yes. As he gets to the uh, uh, to the scaffolding, rather than trying to uh, uh, rather than trying to climb it, you see he's still got that uh, got a knife, and he just grabs onto the rope that's uh, counterweighting the lift with the bricks on, oh, cool. slices it, 
and as uh, the bricks fall, he rides the rope up. They actually fall through the scaffolding, tearing it down in the process. So he uh, so he uses the counterweight to get up to the roof, <coughs> leaps onto it, starts scrabbling, obviously wounded uh, and broken across the rooftop. But now a ton of brick, well, more like a like a quarter ton of bricks, has just hit the marketplace, um, along with. Oh, five bystanders! Oh as God! The, as the bricks splash out, no one seems to be killed, but there are people are now screaming and injured. A stampede oh. is starting. Um, yeah, but you can see that he's gotten up onto that roof. How do you want to? How do you want to try and proceed after him? Oh, someone's getting in is trouble. Is there an obvious way to get up the building? Uh, make a uh, investigation or perception check if you want to look for one of those. Oh dear, because I'm so good at those. Um, He's assassins creeding this motherfucker. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have inspiration, but I don't think it'll help because that's a three. No, that's good too. Okay, no, uh, <laughs> you you kind of like spend time looking around. You can't find one. The other two of you uh, two can still. You guys can still try and. Uh, f- uh, On our turns or? Uh, no, no, yeah. you're acting simultaneously. This is oh, okay, cool, this cool. is taste time. All right, yeah. So um, I- I'm gonna look. Okay, so you're looking as well. You make a perception check. Is there? Any, do you want to do anything different or just? Um, no, well? just a perception. Cool. I think. Okay. Uh, does a 22 get me anything? Uh, yes. I'm going to say... Uh, I got an 11, so Okay, so, uh, no. Okay, you aren't... Le- uh, right now, you are actually able to get a bit ahead of the rest of the group. Uh, just because you notice it, you call out to the others, uh, but they're now lagging a little bit behind you, causing... Uh, you spot that there is an outside staircase on the... Again, like, two buildings down, but you can press... Sort of muscle your way through the crowd of people uh, and hurry your way up it. He has gained uh, a bit of a, a, a few buildings on you by this point, however. So it's it's getting into a bit okay. of a, it's getting now it's getting a, more of a closer chase, or rather, it's a less close chase. Mm-hmm. Um, this time, as he is running, your the three of you are now back up into the rooftops. You're chasing after him, um, and he finally takes up the uh, takes down the musket <gasps> and uh, aims it not at you. Uh, but he fires at what you see is a large dovecot that someone has kept, like a pigeon roost type thing on the rooftop. Oh, right. mm-hmm. Yeah, someone keeps messenger pigeons. Uh, the dovecot, with, there's another crack as the gun goes off. The dovecot uh, doors blast open. Well, they more swing open with a crack. And um, just dozens of doves and some pigeons but uh, just fly out right into your faces. This is a dexterity save from everyone, please. How close to the edge of the oh. roof are we? Close. Oh, natural 20! Okay. Come on, dexterity. Yeah. Uh, I ain't scared oh, of no birds. 20, but not natural. Okay, and Corson? This is 24. Yes, okay, guys. you all managed to weave your way, kind of hands raised through the blast of doves. Dexterous <laughs> as fuck. Okay, he, do, he doesn't Not manage really, to gain. Just lucky. Yeah, at this point, he doesn't manage to gain any more uh, any more of an edge on you. Um, you can see you get the sense that things are coming to their head now as you're reaching the uh, rougher eastern end of town. Uh, How and you can far see, away is he? Uh, he is uh, pretty close. Like. Um, at this point, he's probably got about hundred feet on you, uh, just because of the. So I can games. I can fire a spell off. Uh, you can, but as you're preparing to, I'm going to say uh, you see him unhook the uh, crude grappling hook from the three marlin spikes. He swings it around, and as he leaps uh, forwards, he manages to catch it on. Uh, you can see there's an old crane built onto the side of a building. He catches it onto the crane 
beam and swings across a fucking Indiana very wide, like yeah, like a like a twenty foot five foot wide gap, uh, and Jesus. smashes through the old wooden uh, when uh, sort of you know, remaining wooden uh, beams of a warehouse and just vanishes inside of it. Okay, can we see where this warehouse is? Like, uh, yeah, we, you can, can see where it going? is, but looking at it, like, this is a big warehouse. There's a few possible exits that you could have gone on. So I'm going to say you've got a choice here. Either you can try and follow him into the warehouse, whether that means going down to the ground, trying to leap across the same uh, distance, or trying to just, or, or you can stop from, because right now you've got a good vantage point, and see if you can see where he's escaping from. I think Celestia would run after him. Okay. So Celestia... Celestia's going to try and do the same thing that he did because okay. I just feel like she would. Okay. She you don't have, have the grappling hook, uh, so that will be an acrobatics check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. A high one, I imagine. So, um, uh, oh, that's actually not bad. That's a 20, non natural. Okay, you leap across. Um, you basically just manage to grab the edge of the window with your fingers, smack into the side, but you pull yourself up. Uh, and you can just see him disappearing down the stairs, which you can start following. Which okay, you start following him start after. Uh, Corson and Scamp. I'm gonna... Corson has the belaying pin, so he's going to try and follow. Okay, uh, bear in mind he didn't leave a. This wasn't out on a. Uh, he took the grappling hook with the rope after him, so this isn't a zipline situation. This is this. That was Celestia, uh. literally just jumping a twenty-five foot running jump. Ah. Uh. That was a big jump I did. Yes. <laughs> okay, there is no way in hell Corson's going to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, is there a way he can get down from where he uh, is? Yeah, I'm going to say this is probably... Uh, to, to I'm going to say investigation check to try and... Uh, 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 investigation or perception to try and get a sensible route down. Uh, and try to do some space. That's going to be a 16. Okay. You uh, managed to find a route down. You quickly scurry. Uh, you can see that there's an, a drain pipe, which would be much easier to get down than up. And you manage to just sort of fireman's pole down the side of it, uh, very carefully avoiding getting, trapping your hands in the where, the where the pipe is actually connected to the wall. <laughs> uh, yep. And uh, managed to race after him. Uh, Scamp? I'm going to stand right at the edge of the roof and shout to Celestia, which way is he going? You just, How do I describe where it um, is? Like, I really in, don't know. Like, you, all you can see is that he's going down some stairs and you're chasing him at this point. So you know he's leaving on the ground floor, probably. Down the stairs! <laughs> yeah. um, what stairs? These ones! Okay. Great! Um, I'm going to keep running that, down. Yeah. So I'm going to watch say, every exit I can. Okay, I'll make a perception check then to see where he comes out of. <laughs> oh dear! I'm just trying to hear where I am. Like. Uh, can I use Tides of Chaos again now? Okay. Uh, so that's a sixteen. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, you see uh, uh, him followed swift uh, followed about fifteen seconds later by Celestia burst out of one of the lower doors, uh, signaling him to uh, signaling calls in as well. Uh, the three of you are able to give chase. He, Can I uh, shoot a spell off at this point? Is he close enough? I'm going to say it pushes him beyond 120 feet. Um, okay. So not without getting off the roof. Uh, in any case, you're able to follow him. He, uh, in the last stages of it, he's just about able to lose you in some alleyways. But he kept looking at the state he was, he cannot have gotten far. Mm -hmm. You're pretty sure that wherever he is, 
he is somewhere close. And looking around, uh, I'm going to give you a bit of a description about where you are and where you've ended up. Was he bleeding? Uh, he was, yes. I'm going to um, be looking for blood on the floor. Okay, you do find some dried blood, so I'm, but I'm going to say it's a survival check to try and see if you can make some effort to track that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not very good at survival, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'm just very slowly coming down the Jerry. That's a 13 for my survival, if that's um, probably actually too relevant. It's <laughs> a 16 for me. Oh, that's better. Uh, a, if he um, possibly still counts as human, I don't think he does, but if he no. did, then I would <laughs> yeah, have Yeah, you don't get advantage, uh, unfortunately. Uh, no, okay, but 16. All right. So you're yeah you you follow the trail uh, for a little while until you see it it stops around a wall where there's some scuff marks but doesn't continue when you check up on the roof. However, you're pretty sure that again looking at how exhausted he was, he must be somewhere close by. So, um, looking around, you've now entered the eastern edge of Scarlet's Cove. Um, this side is not so prosperous as the Dockside region. Either this town has fallen on harder times of late, or at some point in the past it experienced a short-lived boom, because this whole district kind of has the look of sudden, overly optimistic expansion. The houses are more cheaply built, some of which had impressive facades, but because of poor materials and... Uh, that because of poor materials and lack of upkeep have crumbled or just rotted away in places. In fact, there are rather more houses here than people. Um, the press of people who were running you, uh, and panicked, you've now managed to outrun. But there's still a few that you spot here and there, often with uh, quite quite dishevelled looks, old clothes. Um, and most of them seem to be in quite a terrible state, um, both the people and the houses. Warehouses and workshops lie empty, their innards gutted of everything that wasn't too large or worthless to carry away. The signs of water damage as well, perhaps pointing to a past flood, ringing the final death knoll for the neighbourhood. Scamp, this has been one of the more reliable places, both for you to hide in and sometimes find a place to sleep if nothing better has presented itself. The poor and the desperate live here, those who can't afford rents on intact homes. Rough boards have been used to shore up broken windows and holes in roofing, and there's a definite feeling of make-do-and-men to this whole area. But the district you're in now seems to be three or four streets devoted almost entirely to warehouses, uh, to workshops and factories, now all long since disused. He cannot, looking at how, ex at how broken he was, how damaged, he cannot have gotten more than two streets away. He was already flagging by the time uh, he got where he did. When you lost track of him. So you know he must be close. However, um, the tracks run dry after, uh, by the time you get to a rooftop. You can see where he's uh, made a deliberate effort. You can see where the, uh, a deliberate effort to try and staunch the bleeding with something. There's a uh, there's a washing line. You can see one of the uh, clothes uh, piece. Uh, one of the uh, the shirts has been roughly dragged off. There's still a bit of torn fabric there. Uh, you can see where it's actually been discarded further along. Now just 
just full of black clotted old blood and possibly bits of organ kind of hard to tell the um he also seems you can see a point where he's wiped his feet as well to try and get rid of uh, some of the footprints he's leaving but no cannot have gotten far okay um, pause in what's a, yeah. what's a smith and why is it trying to kill us couldn't honestly say but I've got a sneaking suspicion we wouldn't be his first uh, okay so but you know him you... That was a name, not yes, a, I do. Ah, a scary undead monster man. That was that's a name. He used to be a member of the crew, all right. Right. Was How he undead at the time? Not being a member of the crew. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, a couple of days. Why? I'm, he's going to get away. We've got to uh, find him. I'm all Celestia. for equal opportunities and stuff, but was he undead when you hired him? Well, not that I okay. noticed. Right, looking for tracks, looking for tracks. Yeah, Celestia's looking oh. uh, in the nearest building, I guess. Okay. Uh, it seems to be... Uh, nearest building is an old uh, warehouse looked to be have once been used for keeping uh, bales of hemp in. Mm-hmm. Make an investigation check. Oh, God. Um, that is a three. Uh, Can I also look around? around? I can't roll for anything except damage today, apparently. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) make make another investigation check if you want. Uh, Have I still got inspiration? Has it been more than ten minutes? Uh, It's not been more than ten minutes. Okay, I'm going to use it because that was terrible. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's better. Um, Fifteen? Okay. Looking around, you... Short of spending a few hours... um, you know, meticulously checking every single one of these buildings, you you get the feeling that this part that the trail has gone has gone cold for the immediate moment. Um, but as I said, there are some people around, and you do. Although most of them sort of shuffle away at your appearance, they possibly don't have the best experience with um, nicer looking members of the public. There is uh, you do spot one figure. Uh, who doesn't shy away at your presence. Uh, they seem to be manning just, it was essentially a cart, just piled high with bric-a-brac, junk, detritus of all sorts, some looking interesting, some looking quite common. Um, it is a gnome, actually. Uh, you can uh, I'll just get a description for you. Uh, looking at them, yeah, they are a gnomish uh, girl, woman, doesn't look that old fairly young. Uh, they appear to have um, pale skin um, and kind of just bluish but with a slight tinge of violet uh, to their eyes. They have silver hair on one side of their head tied up in a pigtail but the other side has been shaved bald and appears to be tattooed with as far as you can tell just iridescent ink. It seems Ooh. to change colour as she turns Ooh. her head. And, um, yeah, she seems to have uh, noticed uh, the three of you as you're searching through the nearby buildings. Doesn't approach, just sort of standing by her, um, by her, uh, her cart and looking on with curiosity. Uh, Celestia gets a gold coin out and goes over. Um, you there. Uh, did you see uh, an undead blonde thing go past at any point? Big teeth. Probably bleeding. Well... 
she says. I'm not entirely sure that I saw something like that. I did see there was a whole, um, some sort of rooftop race going on, but uh, they lost track of that when they went into that uh, big old warehouse over there. Would you recognise that's the one that he uh, went into? That's the one Might that we started you, though, in, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, the, yeah the one where, where, he, where he did the um, uh, grappling hook into. Uh, that said, though, it's certainly the case that there have been um, interesting occurrences around here. I've uh, met one or two of them myself, and she gives uh, Corzin a bit of a wink. Corzin says, we've got to get up on the roof. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, I am open for a trade. Uh, I suppose it depends what sort of uh, what sort of things you're looking for. Uh, in terms of getting up onto a roof, I'm sure there's uh, something I could fit you out with in here. But uh, if it's uh, information you're looking for, I might have heard uh, about one or two strange. I give her a coin. <laughs> Think. She takes the coin, looks at it. Well, that'll help towards uh, the stuff to help you get onto the roof. Uh, but that's not quite. What I uh, what I'm interested in, uh, information-wise. What do you want? Um, Looks over at Corzin. I'll take a I'll take a secret uh, from you. What do you want, Vera? All right. Uh, I'm just going to text you this. Uh, she. All right. She leans. You know everyone. Uh, uh, into your. Ear, uh, over to your ear uh, and whispers okay. something. One moment. Oh, I so want to know what it is. I hate this texting thing. Mm-hmm. Now, we're all distributed, so we can't whisper. <laughs> oh, I know it's better if I don't hear it, but I mm. want to. <laughs> he says, uh, Why do you want to know that? Oh, don't get me wrong, I'm not in uh, the blackmail game, but. You're an interesting sort of figure. I have an eye for that sort of thing. And she taps the side of her face near her slightly violetish blue eyes. And let's just say I'd like to save my curiosity. If I tell you this, are you going to be able to give us something substantial? We don't want to get let this guy get away. I'll tell you what I know. He's killed at least three people. Don't worry, I'll tell you what I know. I just want to know this. Do I have to say it out loud, or can I whisper it back to her? Mm. Uh, Does she want it out loud, I suppose? Uh, she, you can whisper it back to her, but uh, the way I'm going to say this is, can I, uh, Ellie, Robbie, can I ask you to take your headphones off for the next ten seconds? Yeah, of course. Yes. Tell us when to put them back on. Okay. Going um, off now. So, okay, Sam, talk and say it now. He leans in and he says, her name was Molly. Thank you. No. Okay, you can both uh, put your headphones you know. back up. This is maddening. Uh, Rob, so you S- Celestia's back like, on? What, what, what was it? What did you tell her? Tell, tell me. What did, what did you say? I was waiting for Rob to put her headphones back on uh, so, that, so yeah. that I know when to continue. I realise there's no way for me to... Uh, for, I'm going to text her to tell her her headphones on because I realise she's... Oh, I worked it out. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. right. Great. Uh, okay, well, I could okay. hear Ellie's voice from a distance. Yeah. I'm like, wait okay. a moment. Okay. okay, then. So, here's what I know. 
someone uh, or something has been causing a bit of trouble around uh, this district. But uh, a few disappearances, the like. They wouldn't have noticed it uh, up in up in the upper town at first, but some of the uh, poor around here have started to go missing. Now, I did notice a couple of interesting things. Uh, someone has been rounding up uh, some of the wild stray dogs around here. You know, the proper man-biters, the rabbit types. And uh, if I were you, I'd maybe look and see where they've ended up. Because they've definitely been coming together in one place. Another word of warning. I heard a bit of a disturbance earlier today. Um, wasn't sure exactly what or where it was, but uh, somewhere, uh, and she points towards a selection of, uh, like, one of the few streets uh, in the area. Uh, over, I think, towards uh, Sanhauer's Roll, uh, I she was, it was a bit muffled, but I could have sworn I heard a girl a girl or a boy making, making a lot of racket. Not um, human or halfling, though. Had a, had a bit of a uh, dragonborn sort of sound to it. Hmm. Causing Cox's head at that. I'd say... If you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. I've, uh, I've heard of quite, a, quite a few uh, dragonborn cry in my time and laugh and sing all manner of things and there's something about the throat can't quite get the dragon out of it so my best bet would be try that street over there maybe look into uh, seeing if you can find any tracks of dogs and uh, also worth mentioning if you're looking for uh, something to help you with the climbing I might have a thing or two I can help. I can just sell you for a normal coin. Nice. Well, I've given you a coin. That would be good. Aye, right. oh, well, that's, that'll definitely go towards it. Uh, and she starts uh, rummaging through her uh, cart full of various objects. Uh, this is on the kit section. One moment. <laughs> um, I'll lean over to Scamp while this is happening. Are you sure we can trust her? She's a gnome. Gnomes are sneaky what? bastards. No, what? Can't, no! You can't trust a gnome, everyone knows that. Who, who told you that? Everyone? What? So well, you know that, but you know that people don't throw stones at teeth. What? No, gnomes are fine! Cool. Gnomes are fine! Cousin gets in between them. Cousin gets in because. No. No matter what you've heard or haven't heard about gnomes, I can tell you that. This particular gnome is a business. You know lady. her? That's a strong word, but we've met. Right, so I've got a couple of interesting things in here. I've got, um, well, I've got a few things. I mean, if I were to put together a full uh, kit for you with boot tips, pythons, gloves, and a harness, a full climber's kit would be looking at something in the region of. Uh, Maybe 25 gold crowns. But if you oh. just want some rope and a grappling hook, I could do you that for three. Wouldn't be as uh, comprehensive, but it's something. Uh, do I want to climb this kit? Mm. What are you actually doing here, Vera? Wandering. I got a bit of a sniff of the wind and it told me that 
interesting things would happen here. And lo and behold, interesting things are happening. That's not foreboding that. at all. Um, yes, I would like to buy the climbers kit, please. The full kit? All right, then. Yes. 25 gold crowns. 24, I've given you one. That's quite right. Uh, and she puts together, she pulls out a small uh, little leather satchel from her uh, from the various bric-a-rac and starts putting into it a selection of uh, pythons, uh, some, uh, you can see there's some kind of crudely put together, uh, they're like a ser- series of four spikes that are designed to tie to the front of your boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some I mean, there's some gloves with rough padding that you know, to give you a bit of secure help when climbing, and uh, also a crudely but kind of solidly put together harness made out of rope and leather. Uh, so, fun fact: when you, uh, you, it's an action to use the, the climber's kit, but when you, if you use it, you cannot fall more than twenty-five feet. Uh, you can also set it to have less. Than twenty-five feet, and um, can I like when you fall? climb up and then throw it down from? Yes, people. and you can also cool. climb up, throw it down, and uh, and do that. And what kind of check I, is it? I would basically say that a climber's kit uh, at base gives you advantage on climb uh, on athletics checks for climbing. Okay, um, cool. And allows and also makes it possible to climb surfaces that would otherwise not be possible. Cool. Yeah, cool. I'd say a smooth-walled pit or something like that. Uh, so yeah, that. Uh, that will provide the assistance. I also, um, and uh, just because, and she pulls out a uh, small, and by small I mean like it's about the size of uh, Corzin's thumb, little uh, <laughs> little clay ampule. Uh, what with, is an ampule? Uh, it's like a very small bottle okay. uh, with a cork on one end. She pops it off, and you can just see there's like a little bit of. Uh, Goldenish-looking liquid with a distinct uh, alcoholic whiff to it. Um, it seems, smells like very medicinal, like very herb-mixed uh, brandy, possibly. Mm. And she puts it in there and holds it out uh, to. Uh, actually, I'm going to say to Corzin, uh, right, and waits for you to extend your hand. Would I know what this is? Uh, yeah, you you've uh, you would know because uh, during battles. They are sometimes given out as rationed, uh, carefully rationed out to a boarding crew. Uh, this is a potion of healing. Ooh, uh, she drops I, into uh, your drops it. into your palm and says, "Lanyap." Lanyap. Oh, mm. no expense spared then. She gives you another wink. Well, I think I've uh, concluded most of my business here for the day. Best of luck with your endeavours. She picks up up the edges of the cart and starts wheeling it off. <sighs> Celestia very thoroughly inspects the climber's kit. Uh, make uh, an investigation check. <laughs> oh, I dropped my dice yep, on the floor. Off the table and doesn't count. count. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, that's a 15. <laughs> I mean, as far as you can tell, like it looks a bit put together, but it seems very sturdy. This I look is, over at the other two while functional... I'm doing this and just say, well, you can never be too careful with gnomes. Oh, come on. <laughs> but as far as you can tell, yeah, it seems to be a legit climber's kit. Not, you know, not uh, admittedly one to put together from scraps, but functional. Okay, good. So should we go to the alleyway? 
Yeah, let's go looking yeah. for dogs. Nate, in which case I'm going to ask you for uh, either investigation or survival. I'm going to roll survival. I'll do an investigation. investigation. <laughs> Rubbish at survival. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rubbish at both. Oh, uh, I, I got a natural 20. Ooh, Nine. 13. Okay. You kind of begin moving down this road. And you can see there's quite a few different buildings, um, mostly old warehouses uh, and uh, workshops, as I said. But there is one of them, and you kind of follow your nose on this one. You can just smell that old... You know that sometimes, you know, you've not... You've not uh, dogs aren't that common in the Underdark. Um, they're, they're, yeah, you, they're not uh, really well adapted to the environment. Uh, Household pets, for whether as like uh, little lapdog type pets or as guard uh, implements, are more likely to be lizards or giant insects, uh, giant spiders, that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, Have I seen a dog? You have seen dogs before. (laughs) Um, Once uh, some traders brought them down. Um, Yeah, Um, they tried to sell them off as pets. There was some interest in them as a delicacy, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but you know the smell of dog. Okay. Uh, and it smells kind of like old carpet. Mm. Um, and kind of sniffing along, you find uh, the large, one of the larger buildings uh, is what appears to be an old rope factory. Uh, it's a rather ugly brick cube, as buildings go. About 40 feet high, uh, the flat roof. Has no ground floor windows, uh, but it does have some old glass panes about halfway up its face uh, which most of which have been broken to a greater or lesser degree uh, there's an ancient sign uh, on the front of it proclaiming the name G. Sanhauer Cord, Hemp and Rope above the front uh, although the name has mostly faded with time, leaving only one of the ends in Sanhauer the O in Cord and the H in Hemp clearly left uh, rope has survived best of all of them, with only the R missing, and the last three letters still clearly visible. So what does it read? N-O-H-O. Ah. Oh. A 15-foot uh, <laughs> high wooden fence remains around the front courtyard. Uh, it's actually surprisingly intact. Celestia looks at the No Hope sign, goes, <laughs> mm, poetic, and writes it down in her little book for a song later. <laughs> Um, and there is Scam a long Corson is going to take yeah. <laughs> Corson is going to take a moment to reload his yeah. uh, carbine a large uh, wooden gate sits in the middle of the fence wide enough that you could get a cut through although it's currently closed and the district itself is very quiet there's little sound from the surrounding buildings but even if you hadn't picked up the scent of dog beforehand the stench would have assaulted your senses first the whole building in this courtyard reeks of rotting meat and Ooh. the distinctive dog smell of old wet carpet. I whisper to the other two, you can't be far around here. Is this the point where we should get the guards? Maybe. Maybe. I worry that he'll be gone. Did you see the uniform he was wearing? Okay, so we're going to fight the undead monster and the dogs. Fine, just checking, just checking. Well, there are no guards around here. He might be gone if we try and find any. Because right now he's he's pretty injured. He can't have got very far. Well, let's face it. The guards aren't going to come down this end of town. No. And look, by the looks of it, at least one of the guards 
came off second best when they tried to tangle with him. Yep. Yeah, they're not going to seek him out again, really, are they? cornered. Not if they're going to avoid it. They ain't paid Does enough. he look undead enough that if we took him to a guard, they wouldn't think we'd just killed a guard? I mean, yeah. He's... He looks a fuck sight uh, more undead than uh, he did last time I saw him. Okay, so so his corpse right. would, would be enough to convince them that we hadn't just murdered a member of the Watch, for example. And, and it's not his uniform. This is a guy from your crew. So this is... Hmm. He's a stolen uniform. That's a crime in the first place. True, actually. And if we got a couple of members of your ship involved, we could say... They, they would say they know him and he's obviously not a guard. So yes, okay, it's not going to look like we've killed a guard. Important things. No. <laughs> it's going to look like we killed somebody who stole a coat off a guard. Yes. There is a missing guard. He did kill the guard. That's, that's a big crime. That's a huge crime. Yeah, whereas if we bring him in, then we've just done ourselves some community service. <laughs> yes, and hopefully we'll be recognised as local heroes. Celestia does a little twang on her guitar. A diamond ring. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... Actually, write a song about it, let's find killed. him. Let's not get killed first, then write the song. Yes, we'll do that bit first, then I shall write a song, and it shall go down in history books. Uh, okay... <laughs> Celestia just goes into the alleyway at this point. Is this gate locked? Where, where, are, um, where are we up to? We're, not, okay. we're in the yeah, alleyway looking, already, aren't we? Uh, I mean, you're looking, you're, it's on the main street. There is a, There are a couple of like small alleyways either side of the building mm-hmm. as well, uh, which you haven't gone down into. But looking at it um, on the main street, yeah, it, um, there's, there's like a front entryway which is fenced and then the sides of the building aren't fenced. Oh. Um, so yeah, looking at the gate, the gate uh, appears to be closed, uh, and looking at, peering at it, uh, actually I'm going to say, can, I, can you make a perception check if you want to kind of peer through the gap uh, in between the doors, please? Yep. Oh, I will. That's a 10. 16. From... Okay, causing, you can see, yeah, peering into it, you can see that there's a bit of a gap. Uh, the... Uh, the gate appears to be closed, but it's closed with a latch rather than a lock, as far as you can tell. You could easily put a blade through that and lift the latch, no problem. Um, rather more concerning, however, peering through, are the dogs on the other side. Uh, looking at the uh, courtyard, there is... Um, mm, well, first of all, you can see a... You um, you can see a few piles of something. Uh, looks like roughly cut meat that have just been left uh, near. Some of them just like left in the corners of this uh, little courtyard. Others thrown into piles of old uh, hemp. Uh, and there are also six dogs, uh, varying breeds, mostly mutts and mongrels of different types, but all quite big. You know these. The, yeah, these are say. these are large dogs. Many of them have um, yeah, many of them have mange, other diseases, uh, and one of them in particular has a bit of froth at their mouth and kind of a oh, bloodshot eye look. Yeah, these, and you can tell some of them are actively uh, feeding on the meat. One is kind of t- t- taking strips of meat off what is definitely a halfling thigh bone. 
Oh God! <laughs> yeah, these uh, okay. these these dogs have been taught to eat man flesh. How high is the you fence? You hear fifteen feet. Okay. Okay. You hear Corzin's knuckles crack. Okay, we're behind a fence and not a door, right? Uh, the fence. This is the gate in the fence. The gate in the fence. Yes. Yeah. How sturdy does the gate look? Um, like openable. Oh, I mean, you can open it just by sliding a knife through the slat and putting up the latch. It's not hard to open. Okay. If I sat on a roof, could I just take pot shots at a dog? Oh, uh, hmm. In, In theory, theory, yeah. If you got up one of the nearby roofs, you could start taking uh, dog shots. Then we don't need to open the gate till they're all dead. You have a point. How close to the gate are they, actually? Uh, they're scattered at different points around the courtyard. It's okay. About, oh, I was um, pitching them all together. Yeah, it's, it's like t- maybe 20 foot by 30 foot courtyard. Okay, are there any within 15 feet of the gate specifically? Um, yeah, yeah, there's a couple of them are. Okay. Actually, if I can get a blade through, all we have to do is lure them over here. I'll skewer them through the gate. Yeah. Um, uh, can I shoot firebolts through the gates? Or is it going to be too... Uh, I mean, you small. can, but there's a reasonably... Like, here's the thing. Like, if you if you shoot a firebolt through the gate, you either need to be either because they're not perfectly aimed there's either a chance that they'll knock the gate open or you need to be right Mm -hmm. up against the gap and shoot them through Mm -hmm. at which point there's a chance you know that yeah a dog might be able to get a paw through or something okay are there any barrels or crates around where i could build a small platform that would make me 15 feet tall so I can shoot over the place yeah yeah if you if you want to you can uh yeah you you can raid a nearby warehouse yeah, I'm going to spend a, a few minutes. Okay, I'm going to say crates. this is um this is a like this is a task that will take at least ten minutes. <laughs> you know, the, like the, it's not that easy to set to, to create a stable platform that you oh, can. Oh, I don't climb need stable. <laughs> I mean, if you want, Shall we see anything else in there? Uh, no, I mean on the other side. Actually, sorry, yes, you can see on the far side of the courtyard uh, is the main double door. Uh, which uh, is the uh, which leads into the building, and uh, those are locked. You can see that there is an old rusted padlock on the front of said door, um, which is currently looped through a chain holding the two doors shut. Is it easier for me just to climb on a roof? <laughs> <laughs> what if you have like? I'm going to say this in character, actually. Yeah. Um, I assume we've, have we been discussing this? Oh, yeah, you've been discussing there. this in character. <laughs> so that's how they get this is a conversation that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, what if you got, like, like one box, and then you stood on me? <laughs> I'm not sure I could balance on your shoulders standing. Maybe not. Maybe sit. not. You could sit. Maybe not. Uh, difficult to You're make it what, Six foot? That would make me... Nine foot, mm, maybe, if we top of get you. them within 15 feet of me, there's something I can do. I'll just climb on a roof. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Have we gone round the, uh, uh, the outside no, you have of the place? <laughs> right, there might be another yeah. door! Let's, let's do looking <laughs> with We're our really eyes. We're really smart. Yeah. Okay, yes, you go down, you <laughs> look down the sides of the building as well. Why are we such fucking idiots, guys? <laughs> look, we've established that, at least at the moment, the guy we're looking for ain't in there. Have we? But Not necessarily. He could be around the back. We don't know he didn't go in. He might be behind the locked door at the well, end. Well, if he's in there, then there's got to be no way he can, uh, he can get out. And at the moment, he can just slip out the back door. Let's find the back door. Okay. I'm going to ask you. I'm actually going to ask for a perception check from you, please. All of us? Um, All right. To be honest, like, 
With the, to cut down on rolling, what I'm going to say is, uh, if you're all searching, one of you make the check, but with advantage, because you're being aided by the That others. works. Who has the best perception? Not me. I'll do it. <laughs> okay, that would be cool. <laughs> I'm trained in My it. My perception is zero. Mine is uh, one, so... <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't great. Oh. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. Uh, looking around, yeah, you can it's, you can find the back door. I mean, it's it's a back door. Um, it's actually around the side. It's near the back of the building, but on the, uh, I suppose, the left hand side from the street view, and uh, it's quite near the back. Uh, there, it is. Uh, you can't. It doesn't have a keyhole on it per se. As far as you can tell, it looks like right. a, it looks like you know maybe it might be one that you would latch from the inside, uh, but there is a handle to it, um, old kind of rusted iron handle, and it's just yeah, it's a straight wood. It's just a simple wooden door. Uh, doesn't have like a window you could look through or anything. I am gonna very quietly try the handle. Make a stealth check. Unnatural Ooh, okay. Very silently, you turn the handle, give it a bit of a push. Doesn't make much sound, but yeah, this feels like it might be barred from the other side uh, in some way. It kind of has the feel that you you'd need some way. You, there's no way to unlock this. You would have to force it open. Celestia's going to kick it. Okay, this is an athletics check, please. All right. This is a bad idea. Oh, maybe not. Um, that is an 18. Okay, with a mighty crack, the door oh, swings loud. open. Can I that specify really that it's loud. a really high kick? Like, it's yeah, like yeah. a stage kick. Yeah, you just like, do a full-on fucking roundhouse, you know, yeah. <laughs> and just smack open, uh, 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 just just about where the, the door handle is. Like, not on it, so you don't hit your foot. But it um, breaks through, and you can see as it uh, pulls uh, open uh, with a, a loud cracking sound. Uh, this, there were several boards that actually nailed to the inside of it. Ooh. So clearly, when this place was abandoned, uh, they just nailed the side door shut so people wouldn't steal stuff. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, what? But no, the the bar has now has now been gone. Um, as you're looking in again, well, I'm going to say so much uh, for stealth. Make a perception check. You, uh, you can, again, like if you're if you're all looking higher, stun with advantage, please. So it cools in. Yeah. Right, I'll do um, so. Just because it's, it is dark inside. All right, that's much better. That's a twenty-one. Okay. Although there is um, little, yeah, there's little light uh, that filters through. The the roof has been built in such a way that uh, it be. Although there is uh, the mid-afternoon sun, kind of approaching late afternoon sun by this point. It's fil- It's blocked by the nearby warehouses, so only a bit of light comes into the room. You can. There is enough, however, for you to notice that uh, one of the nail boards has actually previously been removed and set uh, just outside where the door would open, so that if you hadn't noticed it, you might have stepped onto a board full of nails <laughs> as a very crude trap. Okay. Um, Home Alone style. Yeah. Uh, looking inside, however. <laughs> Uh, oh god, are we fighting Kevin? <laughs> Looking inside, I would love that. Uh, we will not win. About this place, uh, it is a it is a large open interior. Uh, not, there were not separate sections or rooms built into this uh, factory when it was working. Uh, you can see that there 
you know, in one corner of the room there are a large section of old wooden crates just stacked up, piled in a corner. Um, in another, there are huge ancient coils of just like uh, rope, and by rope I mean the kind type that's about uh, a foot thick. Uh, you know, in, in oh, diameter, right. like full-on ship's rope uh, type rope. This is a place where yeah. a lot of rope w- was made. There are piles of rope here and there. In one corner, there is a massive pile of rope and uh, oakum and bits of old rope that are torn and broken, and which I will get back to in a moment. Uh, up above, uh, near the about halfway up, you can see there is a lattice work of support beams, uh, essentially rafters, uh, that go over the room where things could have been uh, hung as they if they were needed. Um, and current and um, again, that's something I'll get back to. You can see that on the uh, in the middle of the, kind of near the middle of the room, an an ancient winding machine. I mean, not that ancient, you know, probably only about three, four years old, um, is there. And it's essentially a gigantic wheel for binding rope strands together. You would oh, cool. you would tie large, uh, you know, like four or five large strands, and then you turn the wheel. And it would bind them into a single sort rope. of like a spinning wheel, yeah, but like yeah. a big one. Just like yes, yeah. yeah, so it's essentially a spinning wheel on a on a vast um, uh, you know, uh, scale. Um, on the you can just make out on the far door uh, there are the two <coughs> main doors uh, which were padlocked shut, and you can see where a what appears to be a powder horn has been tied onto the handles, uh, just just like a, a horn that you would keep gunpowder in. Uh, for what for, for some oh. reason, um, oh, that's devilishly clever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the shall I shoot it while we're really far away? <clears throat> uh, before you do oh, that, there's a couple of other things you notice. If I, were you. <laughs> uh, I mentioned that the uh, rafters would be perfect for hanging things from, and that's exactly what's been done. There are around 21 corpses, 21, uh, some of which many of which are missing bits of flesh, tune off or cut Fuck. off, uh, Any including, including at least three guards, um, <laughs> just uh, just some of which are varying different races, some human, some halfling, there's a dwarf up there, um, and they are just hanging by the neck from these various ropes. Uh, and in the corner, on, on the huge pile of uh, old rope and cord, there is tightly bound, still alive, a young, um, a, a young uh, female dragonborn, maybe. Is eight it the or blue one? Years old. Is it the blue one? Scale hair. Yes, uh, that would Hero. be. Oh my god! Uh, Hero Santo. Yeah. Yep, that would be Hero Santo. I'm Sante. just gonna run straight over there. Okay. Just yeah. thinking, oh, I'm going to use this as leverage okay. later as she goes um, over and also helps. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. Just over and you run out my straight dagger. over. Okay, uh, Scamp, you run up first, and um, just as you get to the base, uh, it's just a moment too soon that you notice her eyes widen and a little bit of a shaking in her head as you step onto one of the ropes and you feel it's just a little tauter than it should be. No, the it's... snare closes around your foot, foot, and you notice there is a, oh. a sandbag. <laughs> Up in the uh, left. Uh, well, actually, it's not a sandbag. One of the corpses nearby oh, gross. drops. Oh, that's going to slap. As it that's slaps to the ground, it ah. pulls you up into the air. 
Uh, you are now suspended twenty feet up in the sea, up in the air, by your uh, by your foot. Uh, at this point, I'm Us. going to. You're a bit busy, Scamp, so I'm going to ask um, uh, Celestia and Corzin, because uh, both of you can see what this this little dragonborn. She, her mouth is gagged, by the way. Uh, seems to be saying with her oh, eyes. Damn it. Uh, can you make an insight check, please? Yep. Oh, that's cocked. So uh, I'm going to do that again. again. Sorry, yeah, it fell against my pencil, so it was between two numbers. So uh, no, sorry, a 13 for me. Insight was that. Yeah. 14. Okay. Um, yeah. You spot and are able to call out to cause in, in time. One of the guards hanging just over where cause uh. is is smith shit and oh, as they gosh. and and you're able to call out just in time okay, before, there, he, before he can drop the noose okay i'm gonna say roll initiative anew please yeah i'm a little busy so that's not very good into uh <laughs> back into combat that's an 11 from me okay so Six. It's a 13 for me. Oh, they're not good. That's not good, is yeah, it? Balls from all of us. No, no, no. <laughs> Core 13, Celestia, what was it, 11? Uh, 11, yeah. Yep, Celestia, 11, and 6 from Scamp. Yeah. Okay, um, and he rolls a natural 20. Oh, fuck oh, off. <laughs> yeah. uh, so. I hate him, let's kill him. Okay, <laughs> okay. so... <laughs> yes, that's that's pretty much I'm exactly what you're planning to do. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, that's might be a bit loud. Uh, so the good news is the damage you've done to him already um, has denied him any legendary uh, actions. He can only uh, he, he doesn't get his free action every round. Uh, the bad news is you can see there are broken little um, clay uh, clay ampules nearby. He has had time to drink something approximating a healing potion. Mm. Okay, so, uh, yes, I'm going to state this for now. There are potions, not necessarily normal healing potions, that will work on undead. Okay, so... Ew. Yeah. I don't uh, like to think of what's in that. Yes. No. Um, you're looking at him, you can see where um, his, his stomach is partially exposed and it looks full. He has clearly had a bit of a snack since oh, in the God. ten months you've been outside. Oh, like a like yeah. a python. Yeah. You sort of see it. Okay, That's so, really gross. Uh, he is going to uh, cut the uh, the rope on a noose, uh, the rope on a corpse near him, and he uses the uh, counterweight to spring up to the rafters. So he is now above you all. So many um, splatting corpses. <laughs> no, I just I can I can almost hear it. And I know I I have a sound awful. in my head and it's really yeah, bad. Yeah, just crunches oh. to the ground. Okay, yeah. it's like when you drop rotten fruit. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, as he before he does so, because uh, he can do this, he uh, he actually lets go of the rope for a moment. Adjust this movement. It lets go of the rope for a moment, so he goes down a little bit. Swings on it, and as he passes you, Corzin, uh, he's actually just going yep. to m- bring his hand towards you in an open claw. Uh, so it's more oh. less a punch than you would expect, but more like he's just trying to slap you across the face. Uh, right. That is no, that was a six. Uh, you duck out yeah. of the way uh, before yep. he can hit it, but at yeah. that point he then 
And actually, yeah, he doesn't bother using the knife. He's just using his claws. He snaps the rope and uses it to get uh, get the leverage up to the roof. Uh, so he's now on the rafters above. That's uh, and he is going to use the remainder of his movement to get closer towards where Scamp is now suspended uh, in the trap. Okay, so how high is the roof? Just uh, the I'm going to say that the the rafters themselves are about 25 feet up. 25 feet. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, uh, so. Uh, that makes it cause him. Uh, and he, right. uh, and uh. actually, yeah, one last thing. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry that I had to snap, but I'm afraid it's time for my little trap. There we go. Carry on. <laughs> cause him. That was horrible. <laughs> uh, he might himself. I'd, I'd give real money if he'd shut up. <laughs> And then he um, seconded t- uh, takes his carbine off his uh, shoulder and attempts to uh, take aim as he's jumping yep. across the uh, the rafters. Go for it. So, oh, that's a twenty-two. Nice roll damage. Not great. Uh, seven. Okay. Progressive. You um, catch him in the hip. He staggers for a moment, but just manages to use his uh, uh, to use the hook to catch onto a beam and pull himself back up. Still, though, yeah, like with the damage he's already taken earlier in the day, significant hit. Okay, um, I, I, I uh, call after him. Come down here and fight like a man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that makes it. Unless you want to do anything else, Celestia's turn. Um. Where is he in relation to Scamp? Like, how far uh, away is probably, he? He's probably, given the movement he's got, he's about 15 feet away from Scamp. Like, he's pretty close. Okay. He'll get to, um, he'll get to her on it. Sorry, there's a lot of questions them. about how far he is. So hey. How far away is he from... <laughs> them, <me>? thank you. <laughs> <Yes>. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he is... You would have to be... I'd say with your movement, you could get directly beneath him. Okay, how far beneath him? Uh, 25 feet beneath 25 him. 25 feet. Okay, um, I am going to get beneath him. Um, and I'm going to shoot him, actually. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to shoot him with my pistol. Okay, there's another crack. I'm going to whirl it round as I get it out and just yeah. shoot him. So let's see how that goes. That is a 15. Mm, that hits. Yes. Well done. Ah, okay. Oh, and it's another 10, so that's 12. Nice. 12 points. Oh. Nice. You shoot away part of his jaw, successfully shutting him up. Hey! I'll shut up at him. Yeah, be quiet, you fuck. <laughs> I owe you gold. And um, I'm going to give cause in inspiration, so okay. I'm going to turn around, I'm going to flick my hair, I'm going to blow the smoke off my pistol, and I'm just going to look fucking amazing, and he's going to be inspired by me. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. My you appearance is enough. You are currently <laughs> restrained. Uh, so, the, in terms, that means that you your speed is zero. You have disadvantage on your attacks, and anything attacking you has advantage. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> okay. Fun, fun, fun. Also, you're um, upside down. Yeah, I'm 25 <laughs> feet above the ground, so cutting myself loose, not the best plan. That's why I didn't. So I thought that would have been bad. <laughs> I'm just going to shoot a fireball at him. Go, oh shit, oh shit, okay. oh shit. Shoot with disadvantage, please. Uh, oh, those are both not bad. Uh, well, one's not, should be good enough. 16? 
Okay, roll damage. Oh, ten! Nice. Okay, yeah, that's high rolls. Finish it. <laughs> and I'm sort of swinging back and forth now because force of it. Did you hear that? No, what? That did Finish it, did it? it. Ah! I can't even see because I've just blasted really huge amount of fire out and it's just swinging back and forth and I'm feeling really sick. So I, I don't okay. even know if I've hit him. <laughs> okay, uh, the blast of fire just strikes him dead in the face um, and he tumbles to the ground. Uh, the, musket come, the musket, which he'd already started bringing out, flies loose, hits the ground. No! And... There is a bang. The bullet flies out uh, and hits the powder horn uh, currently Shit. tied to the door, which explodes. Roll luck check on this. Okay, uh, I'm going to say, however, uh, <laughs> yeah, the odds of that not so high. Uh, also not quite high enough that they were able to actually blow the doors open uh, so no mm. that uh, uh, you can see that the chain on the on that has been loosened but fortunately six rabid dogs do not enter the fight <laughs> okay i'm fine um, up here if they do yeah. <laughs> i'll just moments, stay here yeah there's a few moments of uh of silence as you watch the uh, still wriggling form of Stringy Smith just burning. Uh, it proceeds for about 10 seconds with the uh, scent of rancid, charred flesh before he finally goes still. Uh, I'm going to say, by the way, that um, Corzin and Celestia, as you watch, there's just a moment where something seems to peel away from the body, wisping into the air for a moment before fading away. Can I um, guess what that is? Yeah, I'm going to say, I guess, make a religion check. Religion yeah, check, okay. okay. Like, you have a sense of what it is, but... Yeah. That's five. <laughs> Some sort of spirit, but beyond that, you can't say. You can see that okay. the... Uh, I'm going to go over to go the and... Dragonborn. Yeah. And check for traps around her and then just pick Make her up. Make an investigation check. Yeah. <laughs> I am removing Shit. this thing's head from its I mouth. am hanging Seven. upside down from the ceiling. Yeah, uh, you don't Just find any more traps, and fortunately, uh, there aren't any more. Oh, thank God! <laughs> Good. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna pick her up. Is she small enough to pick up? Is that okay? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna pick her up and say, "Let's get you back to your mother." Hey, and I'm gonna check her for injuries. I've done that. She says, "Oh, I'm gonna take the gag guys, off." <laughs> guys, thank you. I'm. I you take your you take your your saber and uh, and you just sever Smith's head. Stringy Smith's yeah. uh, head, head already missing half its jaw is just solidly removed from the body. Yeah, this thing is not coming back anytime soon. 
Um, you, for the sake of time, I'm going to say that you basically yes. are easily <laughs> able to use the grappling hook that you purchased earlier. Uh, sorry, not uh, well, it's, uh, the, the climbing kit you purchased earlier to loop up, climb up, and successfully untie her without dropping her, or them, sorry, and uh, manage to lower Scamp to the ground. Yeah. Uh, you then climb back down yourself. Okay. And then I pick up the dragon board again. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. That's okay, darling. What's your name again? He- uh, Hero? Hero. Hero. Celestia Stardust. Lovely to meet you. Okay. So I just, yeah, I just carry her. Yeah. Is there... Are there any other vaguely alive people in here? Looking around, no. Do um, I recognize make an, make anyone? Make an investigation check. Uh, Alright. Both of you make an investigation check. Four. Ten. Okay. Uh, six. No. Uh, yeah, there's both people you recognize. Um, so, hmm, Corzin, you find you find out why Seaman Thomas didn't come back f- last night. Oh no! Oh, oh shit! Uh, God, you good. also spot another of the um, another of the thugs that attempted to assault you the previous evening. Uh, you also spot, uh, two of the, uh, there were actually, uh, four, uh, uh, there were four corpses with, uh, militia, uh, uniforms up there. One of which was Smith. The other three you recognize, uh, two of them are the, uh, pair that came up to talk to your ship this morning, uh, and one was oh. the guard uh, whose mother apparently didn't love him. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. All right. Now we've got to go to the guard with this. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also need to take this one back. I rock the little dragonborn in my arms. All right. And uh, we will carry on with doing just that after the break. Okay. All right. See you all. Ooh. Uh, well, for, for those of you listening, immediately. <laughs> I'm but a little old woman living in Scarrell's Cove. My children have all grown up and gone away long ago. They never come and visit me anymore. The only thing that keeps me going is the thought of flintlocks and fireballs getting hundreds and hundreds of likes and subscribers. Please give an old woman her dying wish. Goodbye. And welcome back from that uh, musical or silent interlude. Maybe it was an advert. <laughs> Who knows? As before, if you want to advertise with us, please do. So, <laughs> bringing us uh, back to where we were. I'm going to go with... Yeah, maybe this. Okay, so. You, uh, it does not take long for the guards to arrive. The number of gunshots, uh, the high-profile chase, uh, followed by the further gunshots in this location. Uh, pretty soon, a platoon of uh, soldiers, uh, maroon-clothed, with uh, muskets armed and ready, arrive at the uh, factory. Fortunately, they are uh, able to read the scene reasonably competently, and although one of them does almost shoot Scamp on sight, 
um, this oh, reading of the situation, you're able to talk them around to what actually happened and point out the now decapitated monster. <laughs> While they still give Scamp a bit of a, uh, you know, a bit of a bit of a, a, a of a sidelong glance, uh, the uh, captain of the uh, guardsmen. I'd uh, like to just stand yeah. in front of Scamp. Yeah, does recognise uh, the various uh, members of. By the regent, Tamwell, Brandon, Scots. Well, I suppose that would explain why they didn't report back in from, from their duties. Oh, regent's teeth, is that young Sighter? Uh, this would be a hero. Yes, yes. Daughter. Well, not a moment too soon. We just had a report in that uh, the... Uh, Major Domo at the site of residence was uh, very nearly killed. Uh, had a had a, a good portion of their ch- of their throat uh, torn out. We well bitten out. Ooh. We can now see this. Uh, I cover the child's ears. Uh, but fortunately, <laughs> uh, the site of residence does keep healing oh, yeah, strong healing potions on hand. <laughs> uh, well, again, covering yeah. the child's ears. Is she okay? Um, she will be with time. I believe. Good. Um, might be a while before she can speak again. Um, but fair uh, enough, fair enough. So, uh, yes, I can see what happened. So, if I understand this correctly, then this has all been the work of uh, this creature here. Yes, uh, as right. far as we're aware. And I, I, I point up at Thomas and say, this one's a member of my crew. Hmm. I request permission to retrieve their body for a proper burial. That is certainly possible, but I'm afraid I must ask you all to remain uh, here. Uh, if you don't mind, uh, please take the child. Uh, take the, uh, the, the two children can uh, uh, can stay outside under guard, but I, I need to send a runner for um, I, need, I need to send a runner for the pre- uh, for the cleric. And uh, yes, I'm sorry, I can't let you leave just yet. Though we will need to. Talk this over with you. Get some statements. And... That's quite all right. Why don't we all go outside. It stinks. Yeah, that's quite right. Uh, at this point, one of the dogs has, seems to have woken up and just starts barking. Lots of dogs. Lots of dogs. Right. Um, Looks a bit um, foamy at the mouth. Signals. Ah, I see. He signals mm. to six of the men. Right. Um, yes. Get the door open and take care of those. Would you? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and yeah, there is a short pause followed by uh, the sound of the gate opening and several uh, gunshots. I just, I'm kind of just like distracting the child with a little dancing like show while I cover her ears. Like, I'm yeah. just, like... make a performance check. <laughs> See what you it's can do. It's gotta be really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that's not that good. I'm distracted by the gunshots. It's a twelve. <laughs> You do your best, but this is a pretty traumatic experience. God. It's already been a traumatic experience. She's just sort of weeping into your chest. I just hug her. Yeah. Um, uh, I lean over and say, at a certain point, you just get to saturation, and it just doesn't make any difference anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think every cloud. I think we're at that point. Um, the another a couple of runners are sent off, and within half an hour. Uh, a, several more guards arrive, along with a couple of uh, figures. 
One of them is a uh, male dwarf in uh, the uniform of a uh, of a militia commander. Uh, so similar again, maroon, but this one has uh, you know sort of silvered silvered epaulets, nicer buttons. He has a neatly combed uh, brown beard and a bald spot uh, on top of his shortcut hair. Um, he is accompanied by a uh, female orc uh, with uh, long braided black hair, green brown skin, uh, wearing um, just the, the, the fairly simple robes of uh, a priest at work. It looks like she was uh, called here in a hurry. Uh, you can, uh, causing you recognize that she has around her neck the uh, symbol of uh, an anchor classically attributed to St. Mananen, the ocean fairer, one of the regent saints. Um, right. And the watch captain kind of looks over. <clears throat> right then. Seems we have a bit of a debacle here. <clears throat> All right, I'm afraid this is going to take some time. Uh, if I can have reports from each of you, then we'll see if we can get this straightened out. Um, it looks over to uh, the Dragonborn child. Your mother has been informed she will be here as soon as she can, uh, and is reasonable once we've taken a statement from her about the break-in. Um, we'll leave off getting your statement until, t until you've had a few days rest. The rest of you, um, and indeed he and several others, do take some time to get your reports about uh, what happened. Uh, for and and for um, I'm actually just going to ask this actually, yeah, each of you. Then uh, feel free to summarize bits if you, if you just describe them as this happened as it happened. So I'm going to say uh, Scamp is interviewed first with a little, little bit of suspicion on the part of the dwarf. <laughs> so. Can, uh, I am Watch Commando Aranor. Uh, can I tell? Can you please tell me how you came to be following this creature, and what you know about it, and how things went down? Well, it, it attacked my friend. Mm hmm. And then it ran away. So we followed it. So it wouldn't attack more people. I see. I'll see up and down. And you'd never seen this creature beforehand? No. Okay. Um, he asks you for a description of the fight, of how things proceed. Uh, how much... Do, do you reveal anything about your own abilities, or do you no. mostly... Yeah. Nothing. Okay. I, I'm going to ask you for a deception check, please. Uh, just because you may notice the certain omissions. Um, ooh, what's deception? I'm pretty good at that. I think that's an 18. Okay. I'll double check the number. Where's it gone? Regardless, I yeah. think that's enough. Yeah, 18. Um, yeah. He... He seems a little suspicious of you, but that suspicion is just grounded on what you are, rather than what you say. He seems to take your words uh, as read. Um, even so, it's it's less overt distrust than you've seen from others. This, you know, the, uh, Commander Aranor seems seems to care about the facts. All right, thank you. Um, 
If I can ask you to wait until I've finished interviewing the rest of your companions, and then you will be free to go. Uh, next goes up to um, you, Celestia. Mm -hmm. So what can you tell me about this creature? How did you find it? Uh, what? How much do you know about it? Uh, we don't know a lot. Um, actually, how much do I know about it? Like, do I know that it's undead? Like, do, uh, do I know this? Check. Like, genuinely? Yeah. Like, uh, okay, so that's a 15. Uh, you would guess... I mean, it didn't manage to touch any of you, mm -hmm. uh, which is a good thing. It's a very good mm. thing that it didn't manage to touch either Causin or Scamp. Oh, God. Uh, because you believe from the from the lust for f human flesh, uh, the, the, cons the, the, the sheer degree that it must have eaten to have captured this many bodies, and the intelligence, you would recognise... You reckon that the smith was a ghoul. Okay. Uh, and again, you count yourself lucky that none of you were touched by him because from what you remember hearing in tales, ghouls can paralyze just by touching them. Oh, God, that's really scary. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, uh, th this never came to pass, but it would explain his uh, preternatural strength and agility as well. Mm, okay. Uh, he seemed a bit smarter than you'd, than you'd normally associate with ghouls, but, you know, the. Perhaps he was just a bit of a unique case. Mm -hmm. um, well, um, I don't know a lot about these things, but from what I do know, he seemed to be a ghoul, as far as I could tell. Uh, luckily, he didn't get too near any of us. Um, he tried to hang my friend, I pointed at Corzin. Uh, mm -hmm. He got a lasso around his neck, um, so of course we... We attacked him. Um, I distracted him with a puppet show, and then we shot him Wait, a what? bit. <laughs> um, it's a, a musical thing. Um, yeah, we no, shot him a bit. Um, he was quite injured. Then he ran away uh, to a warehouse. We tailed him, mm -hmm. and then we managed to managed to kill him. I see. Hmm. Uh, I do have to ask about that. Um, you say you shot him, but I can't help but notice that the corpse has several burns. Oh, I am a magic <laughs> user. Oh, Scamp's looking really uncomfortable. Uh, he seems to take this into... He did, probably because you are a drow, he just seems to take this in stride. Yes, I'm a, I'm a master of the flame myself. I see. I have fireballed him. Right, fair enough, fair enough. Make a, make a deception check anyway. Um, I'm good at this, come on! Yay! Twenty non-natural. Yeah, Ooh. again, he doesn't seem. It seems that um, based on the fact that you are both a drow and a female drow, uh, this seems to be normal news to him. You can tell your colleagues at the station to call me the fire mistress if you like. <laughs> and your actual name for the report? Celestia Stardust. Nice to meet you. I put my hand out. Uh, pleased, he kind of awkwardly shakes it. Oh, it right. was a limp handshake for yeah. anyone who was yeah, listening. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a limp handshake. It just seems a little little suspicious of the name Celestia Stardust, but writes it down in his notebook. Right. Thank Causing you. Causing leans over and says, you keep saying it like that, and everyone's going to go around thinking that your actual name is Celestia Stardust. Pleased to meet you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's their own stupidity if they do so. <laughs> yes, thank you. I think we're done for the interview. We can go to one side. Uh, and finally addresses you, causing. All right, so uh, if you can tell me anything about uh, this creature, how you came to find it, anything you might know about it, uh, and how you came to be fighting it, please. 
Well, the first thing I knew about it was when it dropped a rope around my neck, mm-hmm. and I um, indicate the bruises along my uh, my throat area. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd nearly managed to corner it up on the roof of the building that it was on, but it managed to slip away. Nice. We chased it round. It lost us. We found it again. Uh, and eventually we ended up here. Uh, it was obviously, this place is obviously its lair. Mm. And we came in here, found all the bodies, and then saw the young in there, and we were in the process of trying to get her out when the thing jumped us again. I see, I see. Well, that seems to uh, match up to what your companions have said. Uh, takes a look around. To think, judging from uh, the state of the bodies, they're still relatively fresh. Certainly uh, accomplished a lot in three days. It was quite fast. Uh, Well, I'm glad that uh, we'll be able to put a pin in this. uh, Before I release you, you might want to stay around through this bit. Gun's daughter. Uh, The cleric looks around. Yeah, uh, how can uh, how can I help? Uh, Gunstarter, do you want to give them uh, your analysis on what this thing is? Ah, yeah, of course. Looking at the creature from uh, how you've described it, it uh, seems to be an unusually intelligent uh, case of a uh, ghoul. Uh, I believe your uh, assessment of the creature was correct, uh, especially given the way that the it was compelled to consume flesh. It is rare to have a ghoul so close to uh, to civilized um, places. You see, um, this, uh, if I had to make a guess, this was probably the result of, um, I would be concerned that maybe the, the creature was murdered. You can see where it has the uh, C-shaped scar, uh, where it has sewn up its own stomach. Uh, that seems to have been done before this battle. Uh, yes, this sometimes happens when um, creatures are murdered. It is vitally important that they always um, take the time to properly bury and consecrate bodies. Uh, not that this happens with uh, any uh, with any unburied body, but. Um, a ghoul usually comes from someone who in life was either extremely gluttonous or who had a taste for the flesh of uh, sapient creatures. Uh, humans, uh, orcs, halflings, that sort of thing. Uh, so, yes, it seems likely that uh, this was, well, looking, he does not seem fat, so I would say possibly a cannibal who was not uh, buried with the proper rites most likely clawed their way out of whatever shallow grave or ditch they were uh, dumped into, and then, uh, well, found their way into town and caused a great deal of destruction. Still, I will consecrate and then burn the body uh, to ensure that it cannot be used as a host in this way again by any malevolent spirits. Um, None of these are going to end up uh, turning into those things, are they? Uh, no, I but I will make there. sure that they all received a proper burial in case they might come back as zombies. Unfortunately, then you have uh, 
large consecrations of uh, dead, particularly the violently dead who are not properly uh, buried uh, or consecrated, there is a chance that they will attract the uh, type of spirits that would reanimate them as uh, zombies <coughs> or other less Because 21 zombies sounds awful. Uh, in a group like this, it would be one or two at first, but if left for a long time, yes, perhaps all of them. Good name for oh. a song, though, says Celestia, writing in a notebook. <laughs> kind of gives you a raised eyebrow. Yeah, well, uh, no doubt these events were very song-worthy. Uh, I will, we will have these cut down and uh, properly taken care of. Um, uh, Commander Arnold, do you have anything else to add? I, looking over at um, the state of things, therefore, I think uh, we can uh, drop any charges that might have been leveled against you for use of guns in a public place and the like, uh, since this was obviously in pursuit of a dangerous creature. Uh, we thank you for your assistance, and we'll take it from here. Um, yes, you are all free to go. Um, the... The uh, cleric raises a hand. Yeah, also I would uh, like a private word with the th three of you uh, after, uh, in a few moments. Is that is okay? Of course. Yeah. Um, she Throughout the whole also, of this exchange, Corzin has been very tight-lipped. I'm, uh, as is in general, to the mm. guards that are nearest, I'm um, very happy to take little Saito back. I, I know where she lives, I've had business with her mother, if... That would be helpful. Uh, in fact, you notice as you say this, um, Saito, uh, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Hikari Saito, uh, wearing a much uh, thicker blue coat. I've taken it that I'm still holding yeah, yeah. this crying Is there, the, back, is there the, uh, the outside of the alleyway and she's staring at her daughter and you can see that she's very composed but there's a slightly, almost on a slightly like manic look to her eyes. You know, she can tell she wants to be reunited with her daughter. I'd take her over, like, immediately. <laughs> she gestures for you to place um, a hero onto the ground, onto her feet. I do. She kneels, takes Hero's um, head in her hands. Are you all right, my dear darling? Have you been hurt? <laughs> it didn't hurt me, but... Regent, it was dark, an emperor. It wanted to... It wanted to eat. I know. It's all right. We're going home. It's going to be okay. I look at her mum and go, I, I, I just say to her, we got her out, but she's seen some bad things. She stands, doesn't pick her daughter up, but kind of puts one hand on her shoulder and uh, looks over at you for a moment. <clears throat> Thank you. Hero is everything to me. With regards to uh, what you were looking into, you are, and she uh, takes a moment to think, Highest. the ship you are looking for is the uh, Sabre's Fancy. It's a Thrynese slave trader. Uh, it was heading to Crosswater to the north. Mm -hmm. Beyond there, I'm afraid I don't know its route. It probably is looking to pick up more slaves. Thank you. I 
appreciate your trust. It won't go any further. Thank you. She gives you a quite a low bow with like you know like forty five degrees low. I bow back actually. Come here. Let's get you home. She might have some nightmares. She's strong. She will weather them. And the pair of them walk away. Whilst everyone's not really paying attention to us, can I yeah. just quickly whisper to Corzin? How is Corzin spelt? Is it with a, a C for like a stomach wound? That thing had a big old C on its chest. How's your name spelled? It's spelt with a C as in Capstan. Okay. So, um, the, you are uh, cornered. Celestia is also with a C. Mm. Yeah, uh, you are Celestia cornered. Uh, no Smith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is briefly uh, you're briefly cornered by She's just egotistical uh, by the cleric, <laughs> um, uh, Sister Gunstosia. <clears throat> yeah, thank you again. By the way, the, uh, all three of you, you have done a great service for this town. I'm afraid that the Valdi Watch does not hold uh, any manner of standing bounty for these matters. I do have a small amount of um, personal license in this. So with your uh, permission, and she um, takes out her own money purse and carefully counts out... um, they're not all single coins. Some of them are larger coins, but uh, they come together to uh, four hundred and fifty silver pieces. Oh, hello! Coinage. Mm. This is um, this is uh, the, I suppose you could say the church's way of giving you thanks. It is uh, not everyone who can find the strength and heroics to stand up to. Uh, this uh, foul manifestation of spirits. So, thank you. Well, I need to get getting back to the temple. So, may the regent and may the regent watch your roads and Saint Mananen watch your winds. Goodbye. Thank you. you a curt nod and uh, walks off. Oh, four hundred and fifty silver. Nice. <clears throat> that is more money than Scamp has seen ever. <laughs> it's mostly in like five silver piece, like larger coins, rather than just four hundred and fifty individual coins. It's, but it's um, yeah, so, it's a um, fair bit of money. Am I to take it that you two yeah. are not so well off? Shall we say? She says in a very patronising tone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fabulously wealthy. Oh, in that case. <laughs> yeah, can't you tell she just does this for a lark? Um, my point was, was uh, how do you divide this out of character for a second? It's uh, 150 <laughs> each. It divides nearly 150 into 150 each. Okay, I was going to try and work out a way to give them slightly more than me. Um, I mean... I, su- I was actually going to try and do that yeah. smoothly in character and then my maths just failed. Um, so, like, I'm sorry. I that was going to be really fun, but it just could... didn't quite... Uh, if you if you gave the um... what if they had one seven five and I had a hundred? Yeah, that would... would that work? 
I don't need your uh, charity. No, that would be 350. <laughs> Fuck 350. it. Um, you, you could give them 225. Uh, no, wait, that would just no, be that would just be 450. So Help if you gave me. them... <laughs> uh, 175. Yeah, 175 One, times yeah, 175 two. And then... And then 100. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah 175 would be um, 350 plus 100 becomes 450. Yes. Yeah. I give them one seven five each yeah, to help you yeah. with my charity, right. and then I just <laughs> <laughs> and then I take a hundred for me. Right. I'm going to give you money, but I'm not going to be uh, nice about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, uh, Corson says, "Well, I'm not going to say no," yeah. and uh, he takes his uh, his share gladly. Uh, I'm going to try and sleight of hand twenty five of it into your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, make a slight so hand check. Do, what do um, I make? Uh, perception. Perception. I'm not very good at that. So. Oh, I'm really not very good at that. That's a seven Ooh. I made. That's a nine. Okay, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Both of them were shit. Yep, you've added twenty five uh, silver pieces. <laughs> I feel like causing like that. Make a make a make a uh, make a perception check. I think your stuff. passive perception's probably. Actually, you know, your passive man. perception is sufficiently high that you just notice that. Yeah, it's twelve. Yeah, yeah, you just watched them do that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, your passive perception is 14. I, I, I pause for a brief uh, <laughs> moment and go... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, the three of you find yourselves... Do we need to go back to your ship? I said, according. Yeah, I'd better tell the others what happened to Do Thomas. Do you want company for that? Well, I guess you're all part of it now, so, yeah... Might as well. Are there any watch still around? Oh, there's plenty, but they're all focused around uh, okay. the crime scene. You you were easily able to make your way. Yeah, away. we've been questioned now. Haven't <laughs> yeah. We? So, yeah. yeah, you've been let go. Like they've not pressed they've, they've not pressed charges for the crimes you technically committed in the pursuit of the law, <laughs> and you have Ooh. also been rewarded, <laughs> albeit by a different yeah. authority. <laughs> yeah. Should we be worried about who killed Smith? Hmm. No, I don't think so. Can I insight check that? <laughs> you can. Is that? Um, a, I'm, I'm really suspicious of him. Causing, I suppose, make a persuasion. Oh, that's check. not good. That's not good. That's a six. Persuasion. Yeah. Okay. Twelve. Causing at least seems assured that uh, whoever whoever uh, Stringy Smith's murderer was isn't going to be a problem. Uh, causing. That doesn't necessarily make me feel better, but okay. <laughs> I have a question. Did you know that this man was a cannibal? Did that ever come up in at anywhere? Yes, unfortunately, it did. You did kill him. Ow! You definitely did kill him. You must have done. Uh, he stops for a moment. He says. Stringer Smith was, until three days ago, the gunner's mate on the Charlie's Regret. Oh. Found him downstairs in the uh, uh, the food stores one night, snacking on something that looked thrice rotten. Oh. And I, uh, I figured it must have been uh, the remains of one of the... Uh, crew of the last ship we'd uh, tangled with. Oh. Explain to him about um, how there's, you know, best case scenario, he's going to have the shits for the next week. 
if he keeps that up. And he's always been a bit of a an oddball, so I didn't think any of it. You didn't think but anything of him gnawing on a leg downstairs? It wasn't one of the other crew. It was an enemy, so you weren't bothered. Well, there's not much I okay, can so do what, by what that time, was there? Then? Night after that, I went back down thinking I'd find him there again because I heard something going on. Guy tried to jump me. I defended myself. And he picked on the one uh, per, uh, member of the crew, the freaking surgeon who knew how to cut a person. I didn't mean to kill him. Did you mean to carve your first letter of your name into his stomach? Because that's <laughs> a giveaway. That's quite... Um... <laughs> I... If, if Corzin were taller, he would be kind of leaning down, um, <laughs> kind of uh, conspiratorially and condescendingly. But um, in this case, he's really just sort of staring up. <laughs> going, Alright, quick uh, crash course in how to use a sword, lad. And he um, uh, takes out one of his uh, scimitars and he demonstrates one parry two parry, three, four, and this is generally the uh, the attacking. And he demonstrates going forwards across the belly, upwards across to the nape of the neck, down uh, towards the top of the head. He goes, now. And he sheathes it again. He goes, that is a, uh, a cut that any trained fighting man would have made. So you're not just a psychopath who carves his initials into people because I feel like that's something we should know if we're going to travel with you. <laughs> I don't make a habit of it. Okay. Okay, is this a first? Do you mean is it the first time I've killed someone? No. You're a pirate person. Mostly the carving, but now I'm curious. Privateer... And no, I don't make a habit of carving people up. At least, not without them generally asking for it first. I'm a surgeon. Yeah, I suppose you. Oh, I just killed stitch a man. Up people who are cut up. Then yeah. that happened, didn't I? I killed someone. That did. I don't think that's really <laughs> applicable anymore. What, whatever you killed uh, wasn't a person. Yeah, more more of a, a thing, really. Scamp's just sort of frozen anyway, I... up and is not not taking moving. I'm going, oh, I do some little dancing light shows, which is apparently my response to trauma in people now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw up a little bit, <laughs> yeah, and I like... throw up a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No. <sighs> All the morning porridge comes out. That oh, was. Dear. Did we know people splattered? I didn't know people splattered. I knew people splattered. Why did... I don't want to know. <sighs> it's what happens after a few days, lad. Oh. Rank business. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, one of the main reasons why we chucked him over the side. You chucked him over the side and he swam... What? He swam here? Well, we weren't going to keep him uh, on board, were we? Oof. Right. How far out were you? That was at the mutiny. Time? 
Oh, uh, from day or so. Yeah, from memory, it was, actually, it was actually more like about four hours out because you you it was late at night and you docked the following morning. So, All right. yeah, probably yeah. only about ooh, like twenty miles out to sea. Oh, clearly the ghoul didn't wait long, did he? Now the guy was always a bit of a a strange one, but he, he was very much alive beforehand. <laughs> we don't generally take on the undead. We do have some standards. <sighs> right. There. <sighs> so you happy I'm not a psychopath right now? I'm yeah. good to know. Well, mm. I can put up with her racism. A bit of psychopathy won't go amiss. Racism. No, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, you uh, right. eventually make your way back towards the docks and to the Charlie's regret. <clears throat> the, uh, uh, it is, uh, for once, uh, not... Um, uh, not uh, Uncle V, who's standing the watch. Uh, he has finally gotten to get some sleep. Uh, <laughs> instead, uh, it is actually the captain uh, who is standing oh, watch. Uh, captain Brandy, the uh, very tall, very broad uh, half walk. Uh, he looks down as, as the three of you approach. Ah! Well then! Good to see you, Corzin. And, uh... Vig tells me we've got a couple of new mates aboard, eh? Arr. That's right. Arr, we have. Victor. I do a little flourishy bow. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, Vig seems to think the pair of you will uh, settle in well. Uh, bear in mind, with your uh, lack of experience, you'll uh, both be starting as uh, landsmen, although... Uh, I understand that uh, you, young uh, Blad, uh, have a bit of experience with the uh, uh, with cannons. So, uh, when it comes to a fight and, the, and maintaining them, we'll be having uh, you helping out with the rest of the gunners' mates. Now, uh, good news is uh, we've just had word that uh, apparently they've caught uh, whatever was uh, whoever was killing things. Apparently, it was it wasn't a who; it was a what. Uh, that would be a ghoul, yes. Ah, you heard. That, that. was us. Really now? Hmm. Hmm. Looks over the three of you. Captain, if I might have a word in private. Ah, certainly. Uh, one question. Um, hmm? Your ship was uh, headed to the north, wasn't uh, it? No, we're... Um, Anywhere near Crosswater? Probably eventually, are yeah. We're uh, working our way north, uh, try, uh, seeing what whether we can come across any Thrynees or uh, Orsinian shipping along the way. If we do, we'll take it down, probably stop into Crosswater once uh, we uh, need to sell off so, uh, some of our uh, plunder. Yeah, just uh, worth supplies. checking. Thank you. All right. I uh, can't promise we'll be there uh, soon, but we are broadly making our way that way and can always stop in there when we need to resupply. Yeah, if we run into any, any ships, even better. Mm. 
then I are, uh, will be heading north to raid uh, Orsinian and Thryne's ship and where we can find it. Now, uh, if the two of you want to head down below the uh, to the galley, get yourself something to eat and drink, uh, I'll have a word with my uh, continually surprising uh, ship surgeon. And he leads you uh, off to his uh, private quarters. Uh, closing the door behind you, he uh, takes a seat at his uh, desk, which you know, the back of which goes to the. Uh, it's kind of built into the forecastle, so there's a, bit, a, a nice view out the front. Mind so. So yeah. So yes. So Corset, what's in your mind? Well, sir, I wouldn't normally ask about the uh, other crew members, but in this case. Do you happen to know uh, what Seaman Smith did before he became part of the crew? Hmm. Far as I was aware, um, he... Well, we brought him on... Uh, he had a long series of service. Uh, well, had the requisite three years to be counted as an able seaman. who was skilled with a gun. Uh, but we brought him on, uh, I think it was probably in, he accidentally knocks over a series of papers at his desk. <laughs> ah, damn it, blast it. <laughs> Can't lean on anything without it falling over. <sighs> what was I saying? Stephen Smith, there we go. So, unfortunately, no, we, uh, we brought him on in uh, Crosswater, I think it was. Um, I know he were, used to work in the uh, Orsinian Navy, uh, got uh, discharged for uh, uh, dishonorable discharge of some sort, never went into it, but he was skilled and uh, for the first six months we had him, I kept a close eye on him. After that, he seemed to be trustworthy. Didn't cause any trouble with the crew, so we started to keep uh, less of an eye on him. As uh, Vig mentioned to me after the incident, maybe we should have kept a closer one. Well, I'd be willing to bet that uh, his diet played a uh, a part in his dishonourable discharge. Uh, we've come to realise that. I don't think even the or- I don't think even the Orsinians are crazy enough to have cannibals in their ranks. Mm. But, sir, you must understand. We encountered something that looked very much like him. I'd be willing to bet that it, for all intents and purposes, was. But it was undead. And it seemed to still have all of his his knowledge and his faculties. He recognised me. And he targeted me specifically. Ah, if it weren't for these uh, uh, these fellows who I was with, he might have got the drop on me. He also managed to get the drop on Thomas. That's why Thomas hasn't uh, come back, I'm afraid. Dratton blasted. Well, I suppose we shouldn't have dropped him over the edge quite so close to the shore. Tides must have washed him. As far as uh, maybe a bit down from the port, probably. However, he came back to life, stumbled from there. Usually when you... 
cleric drop a man overboard, it's uh, well out to sea. Never see him again. Bad timing. Yeah, well, the cleric assured me uh, he ain't getting up from that. That uh, I cut his head off just to be on the safe side. If he comes back now, he's going to have to uh, search around mm-hmm. for that. No. But also, uh, on a slightly separate note, we've had some new information uh, come in while we've been here. Uh-huh. Well, sir, our, our new drow friend has uh, has had some dealings with the dragonborn slaver in the uh, in the town here, and she gave us a, a tip off about that there's a Thrynese slave ship about a day or two out of port here, heading north. Mm. Do you reckon that's worth investigating? Well, I suppose. Depends if they have any other cargo. Between you and me, I don't much go in for uh, slaves myself as to, as uh, something worth looting. We don't really have the facilities to house them, and besides that, doesn't set well with my blood. I know some of the men see the profit in it, but while this is still my ship, I'm not inclined towards that. On the other hand, though, you know, we're no, we're not, we're not in the business of freeing slaves neither. That's not our, that's not our job either. But we'll keep a weather eye out for it. If we can find it, we'll see if we can take her down. I might be able to spin it with the crew if they've got anything else valuable on there. Take it off, maybe ransom the crew on board their ship, and hell. If the sailor, if the if there's any sailors amongst the slaves, maybe they can make their own way. But that's the best I can I can say on that, uh, uh, Corson. Right, you are, sir. Speak him of which. Thank you. The other crew have already received their shares, so I think it's um, about time that uh, I hand you your proceeds from uh, our last take. And uh, he takes a key from around his neck, unlocks a portion of his desk, and uh, removes a a small chest, which he unlocks with another key, carefully counting out um, your share from the last last successful prize-taking. The ship itself wasn't taken, but uh, it was was too damaged to be worth uh, salvaging. But you did manage to... Uh, retrieve uh, several valuables, not too high value, but as one of the ship's petty officers, you get a double share. Uh, and he counts out 52 gold crowns. It's much obliged to you, sir. It's functionally about four months' wages if you'd been a ship surgeon on uh, a navy ship. Right. Okay. So, not, not too shabby. It is also the only time you get paid, no. uh, because that's the nature of working on a privateer. Yeah. Sporadic. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Feast and famine, I understand. Still, cuts you off, comes, uh, passes you the coin. Right then, since we've uh, got the lead clear to go, we'll bring in the last few stragglers and set on our way. You got anything? Unless you've got anything else... Uh, you need to sort out in town, in which case I suggest you do it in the next hour. Because <laughs> uh, Toyd waits for no man. Thank you, sir. I, 
Uh, I think I've had my fill of this place for uh, now. Reckon we'll uh, be a while before we come back to Skarl's Cove. <clears throat> Alright then! Pats you on the back, which actually makes you shudder a little because he's a big fellow <laughs> with, a bit, with, a, with a hand about as large as your head is. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of imagining this guy is like the, the um, half-orc equivalent of uh, Captain mm. Rom. <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah, basically. Down to the orange beard. <laughs> so, uh, the curly orange beard, indeed. So, uh, with that, as you begin to get, uh, you, as you, you know, make your way d- uh, back up to the deck, preparations are made, and uh, within an hour, the ship has cast off. Over the next few days, um, Celestia, uh, you find that uh, this is, the ship does not make a direct route uh, north towards Crosswater. Rather, it travels in a sort of zigzag, sighting the horizon, patrolling the lanes, trying to, trying to strike that balance between um, finding uh, effective prey, but also staying out of view of patrol ships, because although they are chartered to target Thrydenes and Orsinian shipping, uh, Wendish and uh, Brighthallish uh, uh, sea patrols might take issue at them attacking uh, merchants travelling in their waters. <laughs> so it's still well, something you do when no one, when there aren't any other witnesses around. You're a bit careful about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to ask uh, Celestia and Scamp to make constitution saves for me, please. <gasps> Okay. Because this is the first time you've both been on ship. Oh my god, no, it is. <laughs> um, Gotta get some sea legs. Um, Ooh, I is, could definitely use Tides of Chaos, but that uh, might be such a bad idea on a boat. That's an eight. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Can save... Eleven. Okay. <laughs> Celestia, you are vomiting over the side by the uh, about halfway through the first day. Um, Scamp, you are queasy, but eventually starting to get it. I'm going to say, um, Scamp. Oh, no, 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 you've been saying for years. <laughs> you got your sea legs long ago. Um, yeah, yeah, fair enough. No, um, Scamp, you are unwell, but you managed to sort of stomach your way through it. Um, although you still, you know, you still lose your lunch over the side a couple of times. I'm going to say it, take, it will probably take you about a week to get used to uh, to get over the seasickness, um, Celestia, it's going to take you about a month. Oh god! <laughs> Can yeah. I still sing in between? Yeah, yeah, you still sing in between. Oh, but right. it's, yeah. So Celestia sings quite a few songs. She sings the one sea shanty she knows a lot, mm. and um, yeah. and she also sings a song called Twenty One Zombies" a few times, uh, and she mm. sings a song about a psychopath who carves his initials into people he kills. <laughs> and she also sings a, a song about uh, lost love as well. <laughs> um, you also you, you do pick up a few extra sea shanties along the way. And what? Yeah, and yeah, a few others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask you to make, I was make, say, a, cause make a performance probably... check. I want to see how, yeah. how well the crew takes this. Oh god, let's hope it's good. It'd be really embarrassing if it isn't. Oh, it might be good. That would be a 19. Okay. Yeah. So the. Um, t- the uh, inspiring tunes are received well, making up for your complete lack of experience aboard a ship. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like useless at the sailor stuff. Oh, like, yeah, I try, so... but I'm kind of useless, <laughs> really. Yeah. Uh, so as you uh, play the ver- your various tunes and uh, create a bit of a, a, of a positive atmosphere, you earn your keep. You know, you're not. Uh, there's not quite as much resentment as others might have towards this uh, this strange landsman getting a getting a job. But mostly, I vomit and sing. You vomit, you sing, <laughs> uh, and you're also else. pressed into. Do you see? Uh, doing all the jobs a landsman does. So there is actually a fair bit of uh, deck swabbing. There is uh, there's simpler tasks as you as they slowly begin to train you up. Uh, bit by bit on the various There's a lot of causing to vomit. Yeah, there's a lot of vomiting <laughs> off the side. Um, Celestia's probably thinner by the end yeah, of this chair. Yeah, this is... Um, She's thin anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's... As you begin to realise that um, the sailors talk to each other in a jargon, essentially. The majority of, the word, uh, of which you just don't understand these weird words like jib. Uh, <laughs> uh, like jib and and and, uh, and you're not quite sure how boatswain becomes bosun. Uh, <laughs> you're like you're, you, this is the first time you've seen a capstan. Uh, you still don't understand why it's a marlin spike instead of just a spike, <laughs> and you don't know what the belaying in a belaying pin is, but you can see how they're used. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scam, you take to this a little bit more easily. Um, I am going to say roll a charisma check for you, Scamp. Oh dear. Uh, okay, just straight modifier? Yep. Oh, can I use the Tides of Chaos? Uh, you can. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it only does stuff if I then cast spells, though. Oh, that's better. 19? Uh, 19, alright, but I am going to just make you roll on the uh, wild magic table. Um, yeah, because is, because you idea. have like that that goes away when you have a long rest, and this is taking place oh, yeah. over several days. So oh, shit, this could be really bad. Oh, uh, seventy. Are you on deck? Of course, you are on deck. Was that seventeen? No, seventy. Seven zero. Seven zero. Okay. Um, there is a very awkward um minute that happens, um, where as you like, you're you're kind of getting on with the ship, um, but. Uh, yeah, with the, on board with the various members of the sh- of the ship as crew. Fortunately, despite your appearance, uh, unless of course you are keeping your dwarf disguise on. Um, I don't think I could. Yeah, keep I don't that think up. you can keep this up. So yeah, the, the crew no, and do any the work crew in know storms. That, like. Yeah, the crew know that you're a tiefling, and while and, and while there are still a few who uh, resent you, your presence, uh, most notably uh, the other boys aboard the ship. Um, I'm using boys as a general term. There's actually um, yeah, two it's a, of the boys it's a job girls, title. Uh, who kind of <laughs> fill roles as uh, menial tasks, swabbing, and you know, various sh- uh, ships. Uh, uh, boys are kind of resentful of the fact that you've been brought on and immediately trusted to help the gunners, uh, mm-hmm. especially given your lack of previous seafaring experience. The rest of the crew, though, uh, quite are quite on board with you you, you being here. Yeah, they. they they uh, find that they see something of a you know scampish young uh, version of themselves in you. Although there is that awkward moment, uh, an awkward moment where um, shortly after bullying you uh, and essentially just stealing away some of your rations, kicking over your water cup, uh, the ver- your, you and the various uh, boys and girls all just become invisible for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> just for 60 so seconds good. 
everyone is invisible within 30 feet. So all of the ship's boys, some of the crew, there's a moment of, like, there's about a minute of... Oh, you have to take it. Of absolute chaos. But I can't find anyone. Oh, God. How close am I? Am I invisible <laughs> um, or do I just see him? I'm just saying, maybe I'm vomiting over the side yeah, and I'm I look gonna, up and there's no one there. Yeah, yeah you're vomiting over the side. Look back, there's no one there. Calls in, uh, I don't know if you'd be close, maybe roll a luck check to see whether you were happened to be on the shift, that you, you happen to be off shift during uh, meal time. Yeah, alright. Straight D20? Yeah. Right. It's an 11. Yeah, you, you happen to be... Um, <laughs> You, you are close enough that you see this happening, but not within the 30-foot radius. You don't go invisible yourself, but you watch as just half of the mess room just vanishes. <laughs> oh, God. Can you I try and push off. someone over? <laughs> uh, yeah, make a... I guess make an athletics check with disadvantage. Ooh, uh, <laughs> athletics. That's a seven. You you basically just run into the wall. Ow! <laughs> Ow. You do then bounce into someone and knock them over, but it doesn't. But it feels like it was a larger crew member and not one of your <laughs> intended targets. I, I call out, um, "Scam! What the? I don't know! I don't know! <laughs> What's going on? Where's you? Oh my goodness! What is happening? <laughs> so Celestia, she's come up like over the. Over the side of the deck, she's kind of got a bit of sick on her, and she's just like, "Why? Why is everyone gone? Am I hallucinating? Boats are hard." <laughs> Scamp, where are you? Right I'm going to cast minor illusion and make a little hand where it's what looks like it's waving. <laughs> you hear a couple of people go like, "There she is! It, him!" And you see some some uh, tankards like lift into the air and start being hurled in the direction of the hand, but they mostly miss. I'm gonna leave the hand where it is and move yeah. out the way. <laughs> all right, you lot. All right. Stop I didn't mean to. Stop I didn't mean now. to. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm sure you're very sorry about that, aren't you, yes. Scamp? And you're not gonna do that again, are you? And it was an accident, wasn't it? Yes. Good. I do a minor illusion that looks like a sad face. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now. Um, everybody, leave this one alone. You've got to admit, uh, while this is rather inconvenient at this moment, at least he's an improvement over the last gunner's mate we had. And I look around the room meaningly at everyone. <laughs> at all the invisible people. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do a general meaningful yeah, look. Make a, make, a, uh, make a persuasion check. Right. 18. I mean, you can't see anyone's faces, but the throwing stops. So, yeah. like They, <laughs> the, they remember what happened. Uh, particularly the, the fact that you are sent mentioning what happened to Smith. Um, a, few t- a few floating tankards are awkwardly set down, and about ten seconds later, various people reappear around the room. Celestia throws up again. <laughs> She's like done with today. <laughs> so, I'm going to say that. As, uh, sorry, go. On. I was going to say, um, Scam, can you deal with that, please? Yes. <laughs> Press digitation. I don't do that one. I just do thaumaturgy. <laughs> I so make it sparkly. Yeah. 
<laughs> just small claps of thunder just sort of spray it off the side. <laughs> but you mostly just have to use a mop. <laughs> um, okay, so... Just to be a dick, I was sick in two different places. Oh, not all in the same place. <laughs> uh, so, I'm going to say... Uh, a few days pass. Celestia writes a song called The Vomit Song. Um, just in case anyone was wondering. It has a jaunty tune. Mm, it's quite catchy. Uh, a few days uh, pass by. You continue to zigzag your way uh, north along the uh, Dragon Coast. I'm going to say that uh, your watches happen to uh, sync up quite close to each other. And... Uh, all three of you happen to have been set on... Uh, I'm going to say two of you happen to be on the uh, third watch. Uh, so this would be kind of late afternoon with the uh, with one of you currently on a break. Uh, so just to see, I'm going to say... Well, well let's see. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Causin and Celestia. Uh, mm-hmm. The pair of you are on watch. Uh, Causing you are returning a favour to. Um, actually, no. You're just you just happen to be above deck. Uh, there's no immediate need for your ministration, so you are serving as uh, general you know, general assistants helping with the rigging. Um, Celestia, you are basically uh, doing a mixture of odd jobs, like helping to mend. Basically, mending old rope and similar, like not complex tasks, but ones that you can be trusted with. Mm. But quite, um, quite dull and often kind of blistering to your fingers. Like it's hard work. Yeah, um, an occasional vomit break. <clears throat> yeah, scamp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are uh, you are on break, so you have a choice whether you want to be on deck or whether you <coughs> are down below getting a getting a drink and a snack or even just kipping in your bunk. Uh, probably on deck. Okay, yeah, you're just on deck, leaning, leaning on the side and watching out. Okay, I'm going to say then it is a. It's not an overcast day, but there are. It's, you know, there's blue skies and quite a few clouds in the sky. The. Uh, uh, by now, in fact, with the time that has passed, I'm going to say that it is the. 12th of falling leaves so it's been about four days since you left uh skull's cove so seeing no sign of the thriny slave ship that you've been searching for you did manage at one point to see an orsinian merchanter but it had a reasonable fairly sizable escort and the captain decided it would be better to wait for a more vulnerable uh, prey to arrive. So, uh, a cold winter wind is pushing the ship forwards. Can I ask for a perception check from all three of you? Hmm, this is very well. Shit. That's terrible. Oh, That's a six. seven. Eleven. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> no, your, your eyes are mostly it's on the task. At one point, in, be- in between mending rope and vomiting over the side, mm-hmm. uh, you look up 
uh, Celestia, and you can see there's actually a there's a large flock of birds just above. Uh, yeah, you can see in the sky uh, what look like to be maybe brown hawks. You can just make out. It's a bit hard to see because actually you should do that with disadvantage. Oh, I it's should. It's so yeah. sorry, I forgot. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. We're still it's still be, eleven because yeah. the second so, one yeah, was better. So yeah, you just so. make out like yeah. There's some brown like brown hawks with kind of bright red flourishes on their wings. Um, but yeah, like that's. It's curious to see that many hawks fly in, in formation like that, but you don't really mark too much of, uh, upon it. Um, which is uh, why about um, three minutes later, you are all quite surprised uh, <laughs> to hear the lookout uh, 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 cry, "House hawks directly ahead! Directly overhead!" Everybody, get to the battle stations! Um, I'm going to ask for a nature check from anyone who would like to make it. Um, Corzin is yeah. the most... Corzin, you <coughs> are most likely to have heard of these, but... I'm going to make one regardless, yeah. Yeah. just in case. Oh, no, I have heard nothing. Uh, that's a 14 That's a natural 20. Okay. Four! What was, what did you 14. Get? 14. Okay, I'm going to give it, say Corzin. I mean, you've, you've heard 20. of, like, vaguely, the name rings a bell, um... And you do know some of this, but Corzin, you have you have once encountered these before. Uh, right. Yeah, okay. these are the Great Harris Hawk. Uh, well, multiple versions. Yeah, Great Harris Hawks. Um, they're called Great Harris Hawks because they are. Um, they're just great. Around. Yeah, yeah, they are great. They are also <laughs> larger than horses. Oh. Um, you know that these oh. creatures usually prey on sea creatures such as dolphins, smaller whales, and tuna. Uh, but from experience, you also know that they attack sailors opportunistically, uh, because sailors tend not to be able to evade quite as easily, being con- being confined to their ships. They are one of the few giant birds to hunt in packs. Uh, and you know from experience that some will work to distract by attacking the ship or trying to disable it, while others uh, will try and just snatch prey outright and carry them off. Unfortunately, uh, because of the uh, because nobody, uh, including a watchman, uh, was able to spot them in time, uh, they uh, you do not get to make any advanced preparations. They are already within diving distance, so. Can I ask... Uh, so, I'm going to lay out the, uh, the, the scene first of all. Uh, where you are on the ship, um, you... It is... Uh, yeah. There are most of the cannons. Uh, you wouldn't be able to load them in time anyway. Uh, they, they have about a six minute, a six minute reloading time. Oh. Uh, also, they... Uh, yeah, well, three to six minutes, depending. Um, which is why you only, uh, the ship can only get a, broad, uh, a broadside off every three minutes. Uh, but they count when they go. Forget how slow cannons yeah. are, yeah. Jesus. Um, <laughs> they also don't have the they also don't have the vertical range to help in this situation. Uh, but the bow guns, similarly, while pointing forwards, don't have the arc. There are, however, two swivel guns, uh, which, yeah. because this is a world in which aerial attacks happen, either by uh, re- uh, beasts such as these, or frankly by air, f- air forces as uh, some nations do employ magical beasts um, uh, to, do, uh, to perform aerial attacks. 
there are a couple of swivel guns that have enough arc to fire. They can't fire full 90 degrees, like, dead up, but they can get a, a lot more... Um, they, they, they have a lot more rotation. Uh, so, should you man a swivel gun, uh, these fire either... They, they fire up to a, a, a one-pound shots, either a slug, which can fire... Uh, 150 feet or 600 feet with disadvantage, or a 60-foot cone of grape shot. Um, however, even with a mate assisting, they take a full round to reload. So you, what you'd essentially be doing is getting a shot off on one round, doing something else the next round while helping, while using your bonus action to assist someone reloading the, mm. the, the gun, and then the round after that you'd be able to fire with the swivel gun again. Um. Dumb question. Yes. What do you mean by grape shot? Like uh, grape shot is literally instead of a single small one pound uh, uh, iron ball, you put in about uh, twenty small, much smaller iron balls. More like ball bearings. Yeah, and, and it fires like a shotgun. Oh, like it, like peppers. Yeah, sort of thing. that's cool. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And how big is the cone? The cone is sixty feet. Sixty um, feet. Which is like. Good, but not you know compared to the slug, which does 150 feet or 600 with disadvantage. It depends uh, what you're shooting. It depends what you're shooting. Yeah. The slug yeah. would be better for taking uh, down an enemy ship. Uh, the grape shot is better for clearing decks. Um, so that yeah. is the that's functionally the only immediately available um, uh, immediately available cannon you can access. However, as this is happening, uh, those of you who do not possess firearms, you can see that uh, some are being run up uh, by members of the crew who are desperately handing out the uh, the uh, uh, the muskets that the uh, uh, that the uh, crew have so the yeah so me. several of the uh, crew are now quickly getting their muskets getting ready to fire mm. uh, there are <coughs> 20 of the of the giant descending. Uh, you will not be engaging all of them yourself uh, during this, but there will be certainly be enough to call, uh, uh, to keep you busy. So, with that in mind, I'm going to ask each of you to roll initiative. I'm going to roll initiative for the crew. So much combat in this particular episode. I know! Ooh, that's oh, that's good! That's bad, actually. Okay, uh, that's a 20, unnatural. Uh, 19. Uh, 15 from Celestia. Okay, Look at us doing well on initiative. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, We've been doing really, really well in combat and kind of mixed elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> uh, Our damage has been good so far, but that could easily yeah. change now. So, <laughs> Scamp was 19. Um, uh, Causum is natural 20. What? No, it was unnatural 20. What did you get? 15. Yeah. 15, okay. Um, what is your dexterity modifier, Causum? My dex modifier is... Four. Awesome. Then you have advantage on that. That's. That I just wanted okay. to know about the where exactly the order comes. That's fine. <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, Causing, you just managed to go ahead of the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> you are first, and All you can right. see that, oh. yeah, about 20 of them are now... A question. How yes. sunny is it? Uh, it is pretty sunny. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So you have disadvantage on perceptions. That's fine. And attacks. And attacks, yes, of course. Uh, we've not yet been able to find you someone with smoke glasses. No. <laughs> Might be something to inquire about in the next town. Also yeah. a cartographer. Okay, so, uh, the uh, yes, the uh, the hawks are descending fast. Uh, can I ask... Yes, Corzin, what do you do? 
Alright, is there a, a swivel gun within yes. the traverse? And I'm going to say, just for convenience, by the time that they've had, they've managed to get one round loaded into it. Uh, I'm going to give you the choice. Uh, grape or slug? Grape. Okay. So this is grape shot. Uh, I will still make you do an attack roll to see how many you can get in the in the cone of fire. All right, so I can. They're within range enough. Uh, that I can I'm going to say not right now, but you can essentially hold the action to wait until some come because they are just they are mostly descending. That's what I would have yeah. done. I yeah, I, I figured that. Yeah, I, I've I've faced these before. It's because you've, you've got to get them as they're diving yeah. and um, knock them out of the sky that yeah. way. Okay. Right, okay, so rolling. Go for it. That's a 12 on the dice, but what do I add? Uh, so that's, Anything. I'm going to say you are proficient in this, so dex plus proficiency. Oh, okay, in which case that's... Um, oh, sorry, it was 11 on the dice. Okay. Uh, so that's... Uh, 17. 17, okay. Uh, Alright, I'm going to say uh, you get... Yeah, you get that. F you manage to aim it so that uh, four of uh, four, almost five of them are within uh, are within range of the grape shot as they uh, as they come down. So uh, they they will do a quick dex save to try and reduce damage. Uh, but can I ask you to roll three d six because of damage? Three d six. Okay. Ten. Nice. Uh, enough of them managed. I'm going to say about uh, three of the four of them managed to uh, sort of uh, roll as they go. They and they only take uh, a some of the slugs. One of them is peppered significantly more heavily. So it's five points. So they right. so three of them take five points of damage. I'll say. Okay. Um, so okay. that makes it. Yeah. No, next round, uh, the the two gunners' mates are quickly now working to refill. <laughs> The uh, 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 ready this uh, the uh, swivel gun as quickly as they can. Right. Yeah. Um. I was just going to try and hide as best I can because one of those things could literally pick me up and fly off. Okay. Yeah. Make a. <laughs> uh, so oh, hiding isn't a bonus action for you. You're not uh, unless it's a range ability you have automatically. I don't think you. No. But what what I, what I will do then? I'll, I'll say for flavor. What I do is I. Um, I, I fire the um, the swivel gun, yeah. and then I just take cover behind okay, yeah. it. Okay, I'll say you're, you're taking some cover, so that gives you uh, plus two to your armor class. Um, right, okay. Because okay. so, it's giving you half cover. All right, uh, this was yep. a good choice, uh, because of what the hawks do next. <laughs> <coughs> Thought yeah. so. So, uh, they, half of them begin to swoop down and just start attacking... Uh, the, uh, some of the, uh, about a quarter of them start to, uh, putting holes through the sh uh, through the rigging uh, and the sails. They start trying to slow the ship down. Another quarter begin just attacking crew members uh, with uh, talons and beaks. But two, uh, but half of them have other plans in mind. So uh, I'm going to say one is going to attack. Uh, Celestia, and I'll just see whether they pick cel uh, which of the three uh, the other one picks to attack. Two, four, six. Oh, God. Two of them swoop down and make beak attacks at uh, Celestia. So... Um, oh, I don't have many hit points. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a 12. 
Um, that does not hit. Okay. Shockingly. You managed to duck to the side as one slashes past its talons. Uh, the second also, the, because two of them picking the same target, they kind of bump in midair. Uh, but they swoop past and fly bloody up. bloody lucky. Okay, however, uh, one of uh, each are going to try and make uh, attack, uh, are going to try and capture uh, both, oh shit, no, they get multi-attacks. Nope, sorry, they get a second attack against you uh, both because they get to make one talon, one beak. Uh, so that was a two. <laughs> and a three. You Hooray! are very lucky. <laughs> All four attacks miss you, Celestia. God, that was <laughs> fucking lucky. Yeah. Uh, okay, I so... I really don't have many hit points. It's making me first tense. First of all, uh, one's going to go for Scamp, uh, where you're standing by the side. Uh, ooh, okay, that... Uh, so this is actually a grapple. Uh, can I please ask you to make a... An athletics or acrobatics check of your choice. Uh, oh, natural twenty. Oh, yes. that's good because it it rolled uh, it rolled an unnatural twenty two. So you, well, I got a twenty two as well. Yep, yep. By sheer chance, you happen. What uh, one of the gu- one of the uh, crew members runs in front of you just in time, and it snatches that guy instead. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, but its talons manage to uh, don't manage to make a good grip, and they slip off. He gets some nasty uh, slashes on his uh, 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 on his torso, but is not carried away. It does make a beak attack at you, though, while it passes. Ah. Uh, so no, that hits. That's a nineteen. Yeah. Um, you take five points of piercing damage. Oh god. Indeed. Okay. Um, the scamp. You are actually up next. Um. I'm going to cast mage armor. Yeah. You quickly whip out the uh, the leather, tie it around your horn, and just feel that little bit of extra protection come, which might just save your life. And I'm going to duck behind something. Yeah. Okay. You. I'm very small. Of, you take cover. <laughs> gives you an extra plus two to your armor class. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you just uh, kind of find one of the one of the water barrels and like, nope, 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 nope. Um, okay, the crew uh, begin firing back at uh, the uh, at the various uh, birds. Some of them managed to hit. You can see where they're starting to take uh, shots. Fortunately, um, only uh, I'm going to say a couple of the crew have been snatched up by the hawks. Uh, who are starting to make some? They're, they're making their way away, but a bit slower. Uh, they're starting to uh, to work on flying up, carrying the extra crewman is waiting them down, and they've not yet managed to uh, get out of range. But they are sort of flying over the water. Um, you watch. You look up, and you can see on the foredeck, um, Captain Brandy uh, has a uh, has a handful of the uh, ship's boys behind him. And they are desperately loading muskets. And they are passing muskets to him. He just takes one. Crack. Fires a shot. Throws it to the side. <laughs> takes another. Crack. Fires a shot. Throws it uh, to the side. Cool. He gets three <laughs> shots off in, yeah, in the time you, uh, that uh, the others manage to get one. Uh, wow. But he does so by just using a single shot musket <laughs> and then p- discarding it for one of the, uh, the gunners to quickly reload. It's the only way he can get off that rate of fire. Um, okay, so Celestia, you're next. Um, how high up are they? Like, how far away are they from the ship? Um, oh, flying around. At this point, they're kind of varying between, uh, 
like ten feet above you when they're on the uh, when they're on the dive to forty feet up. Um, if I places. climb some of the rigging, how near would I be to like what I mean, number of yeah, them? you uh, you can get near to some one of the ones that's currently attacking the rigging easily enough. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How many are up there? So just the one. Uh, I'm going to say like there's a few in different places, but you can only get close to one of them. Okay. Is there any point? Um, is there a place I can get close to more than one of them? Um, make an athletics check, and if it does well, you might be able to get a while one. Okay, is, like, uh, if passing. not, that's yeah. fine. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, do I have dis? I don't have disadvantage. It's just on perception. Yeah, just on attack, perception. So that's attacks. fine. Oh, never mind. <laughs> that is a five. <laughs> five. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say you can get, you can just get up near to one, but it's it's okay, if, I if you get... didn't already have disadvantage on attacks, that would have given you it. Um, I mean, as I can only get near one of them, I'm gonna go a little way up the rigging, so I'm a little bit closer, yep. and I'm just gonna shoot it. Okay. But I'm not gonna go too far up the yep. rigging, like just a no, little you bit. Just off. take your take your pistol and disadvantage. Let's see how this goes. Oh, oh, one of them was a natural 20. That pains me. Oh. Um, but it's disadvantage, so that's a 10. <laughs> okay. Uh, so 10, not quite enough. It just, so. blinded by the sun, the shot goes wild. Uh, okay, so... Um, who, yeah. I'm going to give the... Is the captain anywhere near me? Yeah. Um, I'm going to give the captain inspiration. Okay. Um, so I'm going to look at him and... Just do a couple of chords on my guitar and go, watch out for the man with the gun, and pointedly look at him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's, um... Okay. The... Alright, so, top of the round. Uh, Corzin. Right. Uh, over to you. Uh, the uh, the swivel gun is currently still being loaded, so you can you have to take action on your own initiative. Alright, um, I am going to uh, attempt to get a shot off with my own carbine okay. uh, at one of them. Go for it, make a shot. Right. Uh, there's, between, in easy sight, you can see that there's two which are currently, uh, the t two of the ones which were uh, attack making attacks against Celestia are currently uninjured and they're kind of getting right ready for another swoop round. Uh, the two that uh, tried to grab you and Scamp are actually, uh, are by, uh, con conveniently, uh, both ones that you managed to catch in the grape shop last. Right, okay. Uh, I'm going to try and get one of the ones that uh, Celestia failed to, uh, yeah. uh, to hit, so let's see. Oh, that's uh, 17. Nice, that hits. Roll damage. Right. Nice! Okay, critted on the damage, so that's 16 damage. Oh, very nice. Wow. You, uh, I'm going to say you crack it right in, in the joint of one wing, and it spirals to the ground and smacks into the deck. It's still alive, but it's fighting wounded. Uh, and it's also, it's right, also okay. now within easy melee range. Okay, right. I take the scimitars okay. out. Excellent. And ready. To, uh, yeah, that one. Next... That one is not getting up next round. Uh, at least not in yep. that sense. Uh, however, it is still in fighting shape, and it saw who shot it. Uh, so it's going to go for you, as it sort of claws its way closer, uh, just dragging itself with its, uh, one of its wings, and it's going to make a beak attack and a talon attack against you. 
Right. Nope, that was a five. Uh, however, a nineteen I think does hit. A nine, yeah, Ooh, nineteen and does it's hit the me. talons, unfortunately. Uh, so that you take nine points of slashing damage. Oh, mate! As it breaks okay. its claws across you. He's still up. Uh, Good. Yep. yep. The uh, other, okay, the other flying one that's still doing attacking is going to try and pick a target. Uh, it picks Scamp again. Ah. Okay, so uh, snatch attack. Uh, so this is a uh, again athletics or acrobatics. Okay. Uh, oh, 17. Natural 20. Ah! Yeah, it grabs hold of you in its uh, in its uh, claws and t- starts to take off with you uh, over the uh, over the water. Uh, it's traveling at half speed, but it has a prize now. Looking over, you can see that, um, yeah, now about four... Actually, including you, about five members of the crew uh, <laughs> have been snatched up by these uh, hawks. Who are, and once they've got crew members, they're not bothering to keep fighting. Those ones are now just starting to fly out over the water, trying to slowly get rise up and get, and get some distance. Uh, it's about to learn why that's a really bad yeah, idea. Uh, you're about um, you're you're just you're still you're about twenty feet away from the uh, probably about fifteen feet away from the edge of the ship. Uh, right now, scamps. So, but you are also in the air and held by a hawk. So, what would you like to do? I. Uh, oh wait, no, sorry. There's uh, before you do. Uh, there's still more quickly... hawks. There's still more hawks. There's one more hawk. Uh, he's going to try and ca- uh, capture Corzin as a tasty treat. Uh, can I have uh, an acrobatics or athletics check from Corzin, please? It. Uh, athletics would be the better one. I don't know what to do about people being captured. <laughs> okay, that's a uh, twenty-two. Uh, okay, so uh, it's also uh, twenty-two. Was that? Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. twenty-two. Yeah, no, you uh, you easily managed to evade the snatch attack. Uh, it does make a beak at you with a twenty-one to hit as it passes. Yeah, no, you take another point, nine points of piercing damage. Okay, uh, it knocks you to the uh, to the ground as it does so, but at least doesn't manage to make off with your unconscious form. Uh, okay, the crew are going to act uh, because you gave the captain inspiration. Instead of just fighting in the background, one of the uh, captain's shots will actually target uh, the hawks <laughs> that, uh, that, that are apportioned to you. I don't think he was doing the best. I thought yeah, he yeah. probably do with inspiration. Um, okay, yeah, because the captain has some pretty awesome shots, uh, that is a hit for him. <laughs> so, captain... Uh, oh, that's disappointing. Uh, he only does six points of damage because he rolled a one and a two. God damn it! <laughs> uh, but ah. it's six points of damage uh, to uh, the uh, more, and it helps bring the others down. So that takes that down to eight. Okay, uh, Celestia. Hey, what about Scamp? Uh, oh, sorry, Scamp, Scamp, Scamp. <laughs> my bad. Uh, so I'm grappled. What well, does that give yep. me? Disadvantage or anything? Uh, so or grappling just... just means you you don't have any speed. Um, and the grapple ends if you either use an action to make an athletics or acrobatics check to escape, or the creature is removed from the range of the grappling effect. So if somehow you are pulled out of its claws. Uh, I will... I'm not going to beat its 
athletics mm. realistically so I'm going to shocking grasp it oh nice yes go okay. no um, so that's a 17 to hit that hits roll damage uh, where's my D8? It's gone. No, it's only three damage. Okay, no, unfortunately, uh, that that can't does. But it take reactions now. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah, you shock it, and you hear just hear it go <laughs> as you manage uh, to just send a blast up through one of its legs. The feathers begin to smoke and char. Uh, where you've shocked nice. it. This this bird is now flagging. It's almost as bad uh, badly injured uh, because it, it's also the one that the captain shot um, <laughs> as the one that is currently on the ground. Uh, Celestia. Okay. Um, hmm. What birds am I near? Uh, you can easily get into range of the one that is currently downed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see the one that has uh, that has scamp. It's still about fifteen feet away from the deck. It still have scamp. Uh, still has scamp. Yeah, scamp didn't get free with the shot. Okay. Uh... Uh, that one looks pretty injured, and there's also a few others flying around. Mm, I'm really worried about shooting scamp if I try and shoot that one. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop yeah. shooting it. It's okay. happening. Quickly reload your uh, flintlock and yep. <laughs> fire. Okay, so, oh shit, that's an 11. I hate uh, disadvantage. Not quite. <laughs> you just miss it by a wings tip. I'm going to give Scamp inspiration. <laughs> I'm going to go, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Somehow you feel better, though, because inspiration. <laughs> yeah, uh, cause it. Death saving, sir? Uh, yes. Okay, Death saving, sir. Yeah, causing is down. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, do you have uh, anything you could do with a bonus action? I've just used my inspiration. You just use your inspiration. Action. Yeah, sorry. No, Causin is on the ground. Uh, so, death saving throw from Causin. I think there might have been a technical thing. One success. Wow. That's a 17. Okay, yep. Yeah, you have one success. Uh, Definitely would have done something different okay. if I'd heard you were down. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we've been wrought to the technical difficulties this evening. Yeah, the, the viewers, uh, audio, listeners. Uh, audio demons have been with us. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yes. the uh, okay, the hawks are going to take actions. Uh, one of them is just going to grab Corzin, um as an available form, and it's just going to lift him up. Oh well, that's just on. <laughs> yeah, these things are unsporting. You are you, you are available meat. Um, so yep. it grabs you, lifts you into the air. Um, yeah, because of the smoke and confusion, it's only now that you look around and notice Corzin being carried away. Um, one of them is just going to keep flying with Scamp. Gets another thirty, uh, another thirty feet out to sea. So it's about forty-five feet away from uh, the ship now. Um, the other, the one on the ground is going to attack uh, Celestia. Uh, because it is wounded and just lashing out uh, at everyone. Um, so that was a five for the beak nope. attack, uh, but an unnatural 22 oh, that uh, definitely yeah, for, for the talons. So talon attack as well. Uh, you take uh, seven points of slashing Oh, I'm down. Okay. Um, that's me down. That's all right. Uh, oh, shit. Scamp. You, uh, I'm the only one who's got healing yep. spells uh, <laughs> yep. uh, by this point yeah, the birds have now taken 8 crew members and they're starting to make their escape Scamp, over to you um, is Corzin's bird over the water or over the deck? it's currently flying over the water about 15 feet from the edge 
shit. I can't... I can't get it to drop you in the water, you'll just drown! Yeah, uh, plus that amount of falling damage, well, yeah. yeah. You'll lose a couple of death saving throws, but you'd at least be on the ship if I got you on the ship. Um, I'm gonna have to zap the one I've got, I guess. I will attempt to... Uh, what was I doing? Shocking grasp it again. <laughs> uh, that will, that's a non-natural 20, that'll hey. Okay, roll damage. Oh, come on! One damage! <laughs> yes! It's a just a d8! Just a d8! I don't get to add anything. Okay. <laughs> okay, you send a crackle of lightning up its leg, but all you get is charred feathers <laughs> and some burnt That's scars. just a d10, and it's a disadvantage because I'm in rain mellow with it. Yeah, I'm afraid that's everything. Alright, anything else you want to do? <laughs> uh, bonus action? No. Cool. All right then, crew take their turn. They're firing parting shots at the departing hawks. First mate Vig kneels by you as he passes Celestia and feeds a healing potion into your mouth. You are restored seven hit points, which brings it to your turn. Right. Um, is the hawk carrying Corzin within 30 feet of me? Yeah, you can run to the edge of the ship and it's 15 feet from the edge of that. Uh, all right. Uh... I'm going to cast a minor illusion. Um, how big can I make that? Uh, anything that fits in a five-foot cube, I think. Fantastic. Uh, in that case, I'm going to make the image of a tiny dragon <laughs> appear right in front of the hawk that is carrying Corzin and start going, <laughs> Okay. Uh, you conjure up the image of a dragon wormling hovering in mid-flight. Uh, what colour is its scales? Purple with, like, little silver fringy bits on it. <laughs> okay, excellent. Uh, this okay. purple-scaled wormling appears directly in front of the hawk and lets out a gout of pink-tinged flame. It works perfectly. Uh, the hawk freaks the fuck out at the sudden appearance of a uh, dragon and does a 180 degree turn in midair, flying directly yay. back over the deck. <laughs> mm. Okay, so um, technical problems meant that I didn't actually hear Corzin go unconscious earlier. Mm. I've gathered that from yeah. the game, but uh, I would have dealt with it sooner, so I'm now going to deal with that. I'm going to get out... <laughs> My xylophone, I'm going to play a quick little tune on it, finishing with a flourish. And uh, with that, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Corzin. Oh, thank you. That's, uh, okay, how much is it? A 1d4. Okay, that's a 3, plus charisma because bard, is 7. Excellent. I am now 100% more conscious. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and with Yay. that sudden return to the waking world, it is the start of the round. Corzin, you come awake in the talons of a giant hawk. How high over the deck uh, do I? Does it look like I am? I'm kind of just jerking to like. Uh, 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 oh shit! <laughs> okay, you're about. Five feet, uh, the bird is backing right away from this dragon that's just appeared. Hey! <laughs> oh, goody! Right. Um, I'm grappled, right? Yep. So that just means I have disadvantage to hit rather than um, I'm just in. No, it just means that you can't move. Right. No other effect. In <laughs> which case, then, I am going to try and um, just unsheath both of my um, uh, scimitars into this thing's underflank. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, roll attack. Right. That's a natural 20. Yes. Mm. And a 17. Yeah, both of those hit. Roll damage. Right. Okay, so that's double four. That's 12 for the first one. 
And mm-hmm. a nine for the second one. Nice. Roll an acrobatics check. Okay. <laughs> Ten. Okay, you plunge both blades directly up into the bird's soft underbelly. The hawk gives out a terrible screech, and then its talons reflexively let you go. You pull both swords out, hit the deck, and just manage to roll before the bird's falling bulk is able to crush you underneath. Okay, the hawks are taking their turn, and they are pretty much all planning on leaving. By this point, they've got six seamen left in their quite literal clutches, and are taking too much damage to risk sticking around. They're off, and are working on putting distance between them and the ship. Okay, Scamp, it is your turn. What do you do? I guess I shock and grasp again. Not a great deal else I can do. Mm, uh, roll attack. Oh, that's not good. Oh, uh, I'm 15? not letting him get away. <laughs> uh, sorry, what was that? 15. That hits. I'm gonna pick a different DA. I don't <laughs> trust any of these ones. Rolling shit. Four. Great. <laughs> that actually is enough. Oh, thank you. Okay, so as you grip onto the hawk's only leg you can reach, a surge of power jolts up through its thigh. Only a few of the feathers are singed and burnt, but you can feel its heart stop from the electrical shock. Holy shit. Both you and Burge plunge directly into the sea. The water cushions some of the damage and the bird the rest, but you still take three points of falling damage. The bird does not re-emerge. Oh, thank God! <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want to guess how many oh, hit points I, I have that. left? <laughs> yeah, please roll athletics to avoid drowning. Ah. <laughs> um, I'm going to use the tides of chaos! Because oh, <laughs> I'm not very athletic. So that's a 14. Alright, you managed to tread water despite the raging sea. Looking overhead, you can see that now the hawks still have around six crewmen ensnared. Sorry, five, now that you've been dropped. And they are just making their escape as quickly as they can. Are there any within my range still? Or do I need to just focus on not drowning? Probably focus on not... Actually, no, you're more out to sea, so you can still see one or two within 100 feet or so of you. Uh, is the one within 90 feet or is it just 120? Yeah, there's one within 90 feet. But so. I'm gonna try a chromatic orb because why the fuck not? <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can do that on okay. your turn. It's the crew's turn now. But they're stealing people! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, we're still in. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so the crew continue to fire at the departing hawks. All of them manage to miss the one grounded hawk, and it even manages to down a crewman trying to engage it in melee with its rapidly thrashing talons. But they do manage to take one of the burdened hawks down. It splashes into the sea, releasing its desperately struggling victim who swims to the surface. Okay, Celestia, that makes it your go now. Uh, are there any still within gun range? Uh, yeah, they're still in the outer range of your pistol, like within 60 feet but beyond 20, so you'll take disadvantage? I mean... I'm taking disadvantage from the sun anyway, so like, why not? I mean, you can't have you can't have like double disadvantage. Well, indeed. Uh, roll attack. Okay, that's not amazing, but like not bad. It's thirteen. That hits. Whoa. Roll damage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so 
that ends up being nine damage. And that is enough, since the hawk in yes. question was already injured from the previous shooting. You catch it in the wing joint, and the bird splashes into the sea, struggling for a few moments before sinking under the waves. Its cargo manages to swim to the surface, freed of its grip. Amazing. Okay, that means it's causing to go. Is there still one on the deck? Oh, yes. Right. Um, how many are, well, still within range uh, on, on up on on high, as it were? <laughs> Not too many. Most are still making their exit. But one or two are still within range of musket or carbon fire, carbine fire that are still carrying victims. All right, I'd, I'd have to reload my uh, carbine in order to shoot myself, but I'm going to uh, yell, Somebody get the swivels on those things! <laughs> And I go up to the one that's on the deck and uh, try and just slice and dice this thing. Okay, roll attack for me. Ooh, that's a 15 mm-hmm. and a, uh, an 18. Both hit. How do you want to finish this thing? <gasps> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, this thing's sort of uh, clawing towards me and I uh, just sort of, uh, slide underneath its front talons and um, bring my uh, scimitars together scissor style and take its head off. <laughs> you do just that. With a snicker snack, the head smacks yeah. you on the shoulder as it falls. Yeah, blood gushes down uh, the entirety of his um, uh, his uh, clothing and he's just sort of standing there steaming. <laughs> okay. Uh, the hawks are continuing to fly away as fast as they can now. Scamp, you are still in range of a few if you want to strike. I'm going to chromatic orb whichever one I can reach that's carrying crew. Or I'm going to attempt to, anyway. Uh, oh, that'll hit. That's a 19. Ooh. So I'm going to go for acid damage. Nice. Uh, nine. Not brilliant. But enough. This hawk has already been damaged by crew fire, so it falls with a heavy crash into the sea, and a few moments later a crewman emerges, treading water <laughs> and sputtering. I have used Tides of Chaos. Mm-hmm. Just... Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> but it is up to you. You have, but it's not coming into effect just yet. It may at any point, though. Oh, God, that's stressful. <laughs> I'm going to make a house rule, actually, that if Tides of Chaos doesn't get expended before you take a long rest, it will either ground itself during the rest or at some point before then. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Mm. Either way, the debt that you incur with yeah, Tides of Chaos cool. will get repaid. Mm. Yeah. 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 Because right now, I could be so dead. God, yeah, you could just explode in the middle of the sea and <laughs> drown. Like. <laughs> well, if I fireball myself right now... Yeah, but at least it wouldn't be like on a wooden chip full of people. Like. <laughs> okay, so it's the crew's turn. Since you had them load at the swivels, Corzin, can I ask you to roll an attack roll for them? Please? Yep. Oh, and you'll want to pick ammunition. Actually, I don't think any of them are within 60 feet you'd need for, um... Grape shot. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah, I was going to say, if the, if it's, um, if we're going after the ones that still have crew members, we're going to have to use re- regular yeah. shot. No, that, that, mm. I believe if it's a plus six, that's a 19. Uh, that hits. Roll 3d6 Uh, 12. Yeah, they hit it with a dead centre of mass shot. 
the hawk spins in the air, crashing into the sea and not resurfacing. Fortunately, its victim does a moment later. There are now only three seamen carrying hawks left. Okay, so. Uh, Celestia's go. The hawks are now out of pistol range, but there is a currently free swivel gun. Okay, bugger it. Um, I'm going to fire the little cannon at one of the fleeing hawks. What do I roll? Uh, I don't know how to do this. Add your dexterity, but not your proficiency, I don't think. Oh, I'm definitely not proficient in this. Yeah, Celestia's yeah. just having a go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Only uh, Corson and Scamp are actually proficient in the use of the swivel guns. Uh, don't forget your disadvantage for sunlight. Okay, what the hell. Um, I run over, I take hold of the gun, and I like put my leg up on the railing, <laughs> like almost above it, and I flick my hair out of my face stylishly, and I fire it. Okay, that's a 15. That's Okay, that's okay. roll um, 3d6 because of damage. Uh, okay, so that would be a 14. Oh yeah, this thing is toast. You like knock a leg off. Uh, <laughs> I take my offer cloud and just go... <laughs> Yeah. The hawk is essentially blown into multiple parts. Its remains fall into the sea with its victim, although they don't immediately resurface. In fact, another seaman has to dive in after them and brings the half-dead seaman back up to the surface with them, barely alive and struggling to breathe. Okay, top of the round, it is Corzin's go. They're busy reloading the swivels, but there's still a couple just within carbine range. Oh, okay. I've uh, had enough time to reload. Brilliant. Oh, I think that's going to hit. Um, that's a 24. Yes, it does. Roll Ooh. damage. That's uh, 13 damage. Yeah, that does it. Another hawk falls from your shot. It's crewman saved. But with that, the hawks have now managed to gain enough ground to escape. I'm a bit close. I'm a lot closer to them, though. Do I not have... Because I'm about, what, 70 feet out? Okay, yeah. fair point. You get one last shot. Oh, let's see if this... So I'll give it a firebox. That's what I've got left. Oh, that's not going to hit. That's an 11. And okay. I'm afraid it doesn't. The last of the hawks oh. escape, still carrying away one struggling crewman doomed to his fate. Also, uh, roll winds of magic for me. No! Oh, I, I could this. drown so easily here. Um, oh no, seventeen. <laughs> okay. I think I know what I think I know what this one is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Suddenly, a massive beard grows out of your chin. It is composed <laughs> entirely of bright pink feathers. What? <laughs> it's quite fetching. Amazing. <laughs> well, at least it'll be so easier to does find. does that last? <laughs> uh, you don't know. <laughs> Forever, I hope. <laughs> and with that, there is a ragged cheer from the deck now that the hawks have gone. Boats are lowered and then men row out to collect those survivors in the water. As you are brought, shivering, up to the side of the ship's camp, you sneeze and all of the feathers suddenly explode outward from your face. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, I was hoping it would last. Well, you never know. It could happen again. But hey, at least you survived nearly drowning and being eaten by giant hawks. With a single hit point. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Mm. Just one. <laughs> okay. There is an air of relief aboard ship, though not without its casualties. One crew member has been swept away to a horrible fate, being devoured by giant hawks. And three right, more yeah. received mortal wounds, or were killed outright. 
with the last few healing potions being administered to save those who can be. Captain Brandy, who has himself taken a nasty slash across one shoulder, walks about the crew, slapping men and women on the back and reassuring them before turning to speak to the bosun. No, I'm sorry, Captain. We've got spare fabric and wood for repairs to the masts and sails, but then we'll be running on spares. Not to mention we're out of healing potions. I'd feel a lot better if we docked and brought on new supplies, not to mention replacements for the men we lost. Ah, you're right then. Listen up then, lads. You fought well and bravely, and showed those birds not to mess with their regret. So much so, we'll be having a couple of days shore leave. It's a day's sail to Pader's March, and the bosun needs to take on new supplies there anyway. So you'll be able to stretch your land legs a little. In the meantime, take a cup and we'll drink. To those who didn't make it, and to those who did. Soon enough, you see the cook rolling up one of the rum barrels up onto deck, while the ship's boys are scrambling with cups to supply the crew their extra rum rations. Causing, you find yourself unable to enjoy the celebration as you soon enough have your hands full with the still-wounded crewmen who didn't have healing potions, doing what you can to save life and limb. Um, Celestia spends the whole evening singing funeral songs for the last for the lost sailors. She sort of like runs the entertainment for the evening in a very you know somber tone. Scamp spends the whole evening super guilty about that final crew member that they didn't get. No. <laughs> well, night approaches, and with the morning's promise of a new dock on the Isle of Peter's March. And with that, we bring this week's episode to a close. Thank you all for playing, and thank you all for listening. And join us next week for more Flintlocks and Fireballs. Bye! Thank you for listening to Flintlocks and Fireballs. Remember to like, rate, subscribe, and share so we can spread this madness as far as it will go. Farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs, Fair Seas, and Natural Twenties. A feral creature's on the loose We'll need our wits to slip the noose The sea is rough, our bodies tossed At least we've not been carried off So gather your muskets, gather your spears We'll plunder the shores of Calcimere no kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.